What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 26 of the Coffee Club podcast. We are experiencing some technical difficulties in getting this thing going, but we finally got it going, I think. So to that, we'll we'll give a little... Yeah, let's, let's go. go. Let's go. Get the crowd here. Nice work. But um, yeah, I think, I think we're here. I think we're good. But yeah, we're having some difficulties because once again, we're doing it over the internet because the boys are over in Europe. They're uh, getting ready for World Indoors, as many of you would know. So uh, we're just checking in with them, seeing what's up. I think at the end of this episode, we should have an interview with a couple of Drake boys and Adam Fogdog and Mr. Isaac Bastion. But for now, we're going to get into what's happening with the boys. So guys, how's uh, how's Europe? How's Munich going? Munich is great. We can blame my George's piece of shit laptop on the t- technical difficulties as opposed to Ollie's very nice one. Um, but apart from that, you know, we've been having a great time. Uh, running's been great. Munich's been Munich's been a lot of fun, actually. Munich's been good to us. That's just, that's yeah. that's that's def- like the weather's been really nice here. Um, we've been fortunate enough to use the Olympic facilities. So George and I have been hitting the track with Alicia, um, getting getting the tune up, getting the the flight out of our legs. I almost didn't make the flight. Um, <laughs> I classic Ollie moment. I forgot that the flight was booked for the 10th and I booked it for the 11th. So I wasn't on the flight until I literally changed it and I lost my premium economy seat to pay an extra $500 to get an economy seat. So it was an expensive flight for me, but I made it. Good points though. Hashtag good for the sport with the good points. Yeah, man. Uh, I think think at this point, you haven't had a trip without some like some form of I don't want to say like major difficulties, but that I guess that is there are all kind of like major difficulties. Like Milrose was rel- relatively smooth. That one was pretty recoverable. But between uh, the one in California last week or the week before that, and now yeah. the classic booking the flight on the wrong day, man, you're having a 2022 travel with Ollie, and that's actually a thing that's always it's always been a thing on our team, which is like try not to travel with Ollie because he I don't know why has a reputation for like getting flights delayed yeah. and stuff. That's so canceled. if you're with him, it's 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 always risky. I don't I don't know why that always happens to you. That's yeah. that's kind I'm of weird. Nervous but, to travel with all uh, it's it's always an adventure. Hey, you're always having a good time, you know. That's <laughs> what it do, Yugi. Um, that's yeah. what it do. Yeah, it's it's. But yeah, no, nah, we got it. We got but, in pretty pretty good. Like the apartment here, like Ritz has killed it with the Airbnb. It's it's lovely here. Um, we have like a sauna and stuff so it's not i don't think it's been good though because Ritz used it like once oh, the sauna's broken that is a big lit down actually it doesn't even get hot enough so oh like it's broken a relatively yeah, that, warm a, room that's a kick, kick in the, the dick. dick that's a hashtag yeah. kick in the dick not a, not a heavy hitter the sauna but uh yeah no munich's been beautiful um shout out to jordan for showing us around munich a bit and been helping us with the english to you know german language barrier yeah. that we have donnelly is the ultimate that is a language guy. barrier. He's just like full energy yeah. all the time. Knows all the spots. Speaks German. Very convenient. Very convenient. Which and he's like useless foreigners. Yeah, he's really like, he's yeah. <laughs> he's been really helpful. Um, the only thing that helpful with George is his looks. We get a lot, lot of, lot of turn heads on the streets. Didn't from, you say from the ladies? 
Did that you helps say we wherever just got you go. At the other day. Oh yeah. Um, in, in at a cafe or something. They we just did. Laughing at us so for what? Not speaking German. So actually, this actually rolls into a good point for just coffee related stuff. We actually visited a coffee roaster place called Man vs Machine, and this place, Morgan, you would have loved it. I know Jason Ross would yeah. also love it. It's like a really cool, very like modern coffee shop but it's got really cool designs like what they're done with the coffee mugs like the the tables the wallpaper um even the machine everything that they use there is really sick and they made some dang good coffee yeah the and, artwork was sweet on the walls yeah and, like the mugs and everything we'll probably good try vibes. to post some photos and we yeah. might have a snippet of some reels coming out um about some, yeah when you get some videos yeah some that. coffee reviews and we also that sounds we also sweet. visited was it uh mary's coffee club Oh yeah, the first place we went for lunch was called Mary's Coffee Club, which was pretty. It was sick. like the stars had aligned. It was it was kind of freaky. Damn! Hopefully they don't they don't sue us for uh, stealing stealing. Yeah, they got Mary at the front. It's fine. Kind of It'll be fine. But speaking of that, we uh, went to a third coffee shop to actually get a sandwich, and they heard our non-German accent and English speaking. Specifically, Dathan. Specifically, Dathan <laughs> was ordering with a boot on. Very American. Hi, oh, thank you. Them Americans, yeah. man, they stand <laughs> out. I get this sandwich and the, the girls, and he was trying to pay with his American Express, but it was only, I think, push in. Like, you, you had to put, insert it. You had to insert it, but it oh, said that in German. And I think they were giggling, the girls behind him were giggling at that. And um, <laughs> apparently, the waitress said to Jordan in German that, like, it's really stressful um, trying to speak English to people that don't speak German, like oh, English yeah, speakers. Yeah, yeah. And I asked, because I asked Jordan what she said, and she, she, he said, like, yeah, she, she was just stressed because she's not used to speaking to people that speak English. So, um, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a classic, like, English English speaking thing to, like, go to someone else's country and just be like, yeah, I'm not even going to, like, bother. Like, Dude, I feel even, so bad. Like, trying their language. I'm just going to, I'm just going to hope that they speak English. But yeah, luckily, Jordan yeah. is there. For anyone who doesn't know, Jordan Donnelly, he's, uh, he works for On, he's kind of like heads there lightning team which is like their product development team for like our spikes and our shoes like performance i guess everything but he's like he used to work in germany and he's yeah he's very enthusiastic and uh he's like just a great guy to have around so that's awesome is he with you guys for the whole trip no he went back to he drove back to zurich last night yeah just last night he came for the weekend um with his wife yeah and then he will head to belgrade to watch us with nicholas he is coming to worlds though but they actually reminded me of um laughing at Americans, the other, the best thing that's happened on this trip so far, by just the funniest, related to a slight language barrier. We were, we went out for dinner the other night, a place recommended by Jordan to this like, it was like this classical German pub place. Um, what's it called? Kaiser. Kaiser, Kaiser, Kaiser Gardens. Kaiser Gardens. And we're going for a, a Wiener schnitzel. That was like the whole, <laughs> all his favorite thing about Germany. Of course. And I mean, it was freaking delicious. Fucking awesome. And and we had like a couple of German beers as well. And on Ollie's second round, after he, he ordered, it was like this the wait waiter came over, this German guy, and Ollie he looked up and was like, Yeah, could I get a could I get a Radler? And the guy was like, What? Are you sure? Wait, what did you show a Radler? Order? Like that. Um it's like, it's a, like a German thing. It's a German it's thing. Like a, it's a, a lager and lemonade yeah. like mixed together. And the dude look, like looked at him and was like, oh, bro, okay. are you serious? Like we in you didn't need to speak and you didn't need to speak German to know what this guy was talking about. But he was like and then he looked at his watch and was like, You sure? Like at this time of day? It was just absolutely roasting Ollie for uh, ordering a Radler at dinner time. It was great. Is that is that like a daytime drink Very or something? Very daytime. I think it is. It's like, like it's it's more of a drink that people have 
during like the morning. So like like a spritzer, like kind of drink. Um, so he yeah. was he was roasting me pretty much because I you he know was, he wasn't ordering a real yeah beer. I wasn't ordering a real beer, but I was trying to like also Dathan was next to me. I didn't want to like order a second <laughs> yeah. like big big you know big Stein big Stein. Yeah. Dude, those Germans like like love their massive things. Like those are ridiculous. I don't know how they they just like they just love like those. What are they called? Those massive things. Uh, Stein. Stein. Apparently, it was used to you from Stein. it was like stone because they used to be made out of stone. Well, Jordan gave us some good facts they, like, too. Smash them together about like uh, clinking them. You're not supposed to clink them. Um, Wait, no, you are supposed to clink. You clink them really hard. Yeah, you can clink. You can clink them really hard, and but then, <laughs> and then the beer is supposed to like slop over, over into the, the other person's cup. Yeah. Oh, so it means beautiful. like I'm not poisoning you and you're not poisoning me. me. Yeah. And then there's another thing with like the other thin glasses from the other beer. You only tap the bottom and you never hold it. Yeah. With the vice beer. The vice beer. You The wheat beer that they have in Germany, you never hold the actual glass because it's so thin it would heat up your beer. So you just like when you hold it up to, to drink it or to, to cheers it, you always cheers at the bottom because it's so thin that it would actually break. So Jordan was giving us all these little little insights. He's very good like that, Jordan. He loves a little um little facts and yeah that's that's quite the cultural education experience there that's like that's pretty cool to learn all that stuff it's crazy when you like this every single country or even like different places in europe just have like all their different like little things that you do or you don't do it's like if you like cheers if you like tap it to the table or like when you drink like certain even with coffee obviously there's going to be a lot with like alcohol but there's a lot of like rituals with coffee i don't know how it is in germany but in a lot of countries it's like you don't touch milk after after midday like after lunch so it is always cool to like well it's interesting because we were walking down the street we're getting covid tests um for belgrade and the amount of people out there drinking coffee in the late afternoon was like a lot you like you don't at least see that in any other part of the world except for europe the Europeans are always just like out yeah. on the street. Out on the street to sit and having a beer, yeah, having drinking. a cigarette or having a coffee or eating. Like they're always, it always looks they're on vacation. Yeah, they know how to, they know how to Exactly. And it's like, it makes me like, <laughs> I was walking back with George. I was like, dude, like I would definitely live in Europe because like everyone here just seems to enjoy life. It is like the very hedonistic approach that I like. Yeah. And we were, we were in the airport <laughs> spritz this afternoon and like the table next to us ordering like a bottle of champagne on like a Monday afternoon. It was awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> Why not? I swear, no one there does work. I don't think anyone in Europe. Like, <laughs> and then, like Germany is like, one of the biggest jobs. economic just, powerhouses in the world. Yeah. Like they work so, like they still produce. Like GPD is still pretty high. So they're doing something right. Somehow they they find a way yeah, to get they, it done. They're doing it the right uh, way, and they're impressive. efficient. Listen to how efficient they are with COVID but, test morgues. We did our COVID tests. Literally took us like yeah. probably a couple minutes to get them done for the four of us. We get back to the um to the apartment. They already had our test back. Nine minutes it took them. It said on the report, like, classic. Yeah, so efficient. That analyzed my test like seven minutes after they'd taken it or something. That's what the email said. Classic Germany. That's, they get shit done. That's ridiculous. But, uh, yeah. Looking at looking at the running, how's the running there? Because that's that's the one down. Like we're talking about all the positives of these European cities. Whereas I often find like depending where you are, like the running can be pretty tough because they're such old cities or like cobblestones or whatever is there like nice places to run there and yeah it's Dude. unreal i you should look at the story i just posted i i biked with alicia and ollie this morning because they had eight to ten miles and i had the day off kind of cross training which i just did biking with them probably didn't really count but it was a nice morning and there's this park like yeah, we'll count it it's like maybe like a mile of running on the road down there and it's this massive park called the english gardens and it's probably like a eight to ten mile loop like loop. We, we haven't even been to the end of it all on like 
crushed dirt Damn. trail. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's, 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 like a, it's amazing. I think it's where, now that my history might not be great, but I think it was mentioned where the royal family used to have like their hunting grounds. Like this whole massive 10 mile just bit of land and there's just rivers and stuff and like they have all these beer gardens around the area and in in germany they don't have and they don't have no like rules with open bottles so you can walk you see a lot of couples we did see a lot of them yeah walk in there with open bottles of beer just hanging out drinking near the lake jumping into the lake like they just it just it, there's no rules you just have a good time and like everyone's very clean and cleans up after themselves there's also a cool thing that um because that's a good point i didn't see a single single bottle of yeah rubbish but everyone's there. out there drinking with like open bottles yeah. but no rubbish they always recycle which yeah. is why they get to do it um one thing because i had been to munich before i showed alicia and, and george on the run today there's these these guys that surf on this section of the river that actually like goes into like kind of a dam section and it like builds up into a wave so the, you see these guys like a lot of tourists come around and take photos of these guys jumping in and it's on George's story. So if you guys want to check that out, um, it won't be, by then. it won't be there by then. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully we'll have like some sort of like reel in the future where we can post on coffee club so people can see it. But it's like these guys are surfing in the river in, in Munich. It's pretty sick. Damn. So like, are we like moving the group? Dude, to Munich yes. hundred percent. Well, the thing is the, Europe, like Europe <laughs> just has all these things that like, would be awesome. Like they have an indoor facility. They have a really nice outdoor track. They have great food yeah. here. Um, you know, the, the Olympic Park is in like incredible shape. Yeah, like it's the Olympics from seventy two, like exactly fifty years ago, and mm. everything is in like ship shape, freaking pristine. It looks amazing. Like there's an indoor track, pristine warm up track, and a stadium within like just like a hundred meters of each other. And like the pool and everything yeah. is in this park and it's full of people. And Dude, Gus would love it too, man. Like there's so many freaking <laughs> French bulldogs out there. So many dogs. There's a lot of dogs in Germany, particularly in this park. We saw like hundreds of different ones. Gus would have a field day. A lot of, lot of, lot of people he would just love to sniff. And yeah, I think it would be, let's just move the group to Munich. Why not? <laughs> Yeah, dude, it's t- it's ticking all the boxes right now. I mean, you want to you want to uh, be how's, in Europe. How's Ritz hang, hanging in there? Yeah, so just come over, hundred percent. Yeah, that, that's just a good summary. I would love to. Be yeah, there. I'm kind of worried about time. leaving now. I don't know yeah. what Belgrade's going to be like. We don't know what because Bel- we're going to be in the hotel all the time. But we'll be we'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, when what day do you guys fly into Serbia? Sixteenth. Yeah, Wednesday morning. Going back to the track one more time tomorrow <laughs> afternoon um, for a last little tune up. And then Wednesday morning, head to Serbia. And Oli actually has one extra day before he races. And Alicia and I will race on Friday. Yeah. So the races are Friday and Saturday. It's crazy how well indoors is just like, it's just like crept up like this. Like, I remember us talking about this probably in like January or December on the podcast. And it was like, seemed so far away. And now, now we're here and you guys are freaking in Europe ready to go. It's, it's pretty awesome to see it happen. Yeah, no, no, it's, it's exciting. Ex- it, 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 the fields came out like two days ago, so then it really started to feel pretty real. Seeing who else was in the field, big fields for the men. Yeah, about 30, 37 men for the fifteen hundred, thirty-five for the three k. So for the fifteen hundred and three k, you'd probably have to have two to three heats. Yeah, on a small bank two hundred track, surely. We haven't even. We don't even know. But we don't know who's actually in the race because there's about there's like a few names there that I think are put in that are like th- like three countries like i mean three people from one country um but we'll see okay i was i was wondering if that's because they haven't decided their athletes yet or if you if you won last time 
Do you get the wild card where you can have three people from your country well, in it? We did see on the fifteen hundred list that El Puria was on the list, even though she was she finished third. So, yeah, I don't know how that works. Um, I don't know how that works. I think you can like put a you can have someone entered and declare them like the day before. So if either Josette or Heather had an issue the day before, then Ella could run to come in. She's like the first like reserve. But like there's three Ethiopians in the three K because one of them. Has won the world indoor tour, so they get three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think yeah. that the yeah, list become sense. more finalized later. I think. Yeah, you know, it's it's going to be crazy racing, like with those fields, like because well, at the world level, man, like people just people just go for it in those races, and like when you have heats and stuff on a, like the idea of heats because you have heats in the three k as well, George, yeah, right? Friday and then final Sunday. Yeah, like. The, the the idea of heats with just like how many good people are in it on the track and like how tactical those races are going to be that's going to be like some extremely exciting racing so yeah uh i don't i guess like have you guys really like looked at like the fields and like an- analyze them in any way or like is it kind of too early to do that i have <laughs> i have for sure <laughs> all these questions I, I crunch the numbers more or less like looking at who's doing it who's in shape who's looking good um obviously the big name and what, what did you, uh, what, yeah, what did you find? So obviously with the 3K, the Ethiopians look very strong. You, um, you're crunching numbers for me as well. Yeah, you're my teammate. <laughs> you're my teammate, of course I am. Um, yeah, I'm crunching numbers with the 3K. I think it's interesting because a lot of those times run were so far, like they were kind of a long time ago still. Like we think about December, right? January. Um, they were a couple of months ago. So a lot of people haven't raced since then. And like that's their best time, so. But the Ethiopians are probably the only ones that I know will be like a massive threat. Mark Scott's going to be pretty good, I think. Um, my my boy, my boy George Beanish is going to be pretty good. So I think it's just going to matter on like obviously who turns up. But the heats will give you a good insight of of it anyway. There's going to be the big names there that I think are just always going to turn up. Like in the 1500, Jakob is going to obviously be very very hard to beat. Yeah, is is it confirmed that Jakob? It is confirmed. Here? He's on the list. Um, Mikal, the Spanish guy, he's entered in both the 15 and the 3K. So that'll be interesting to see if he does both because he has to do a heat and a final for both if he does make through both. Um, That'd be a crazy double. Be a crazy double because that's four races. It's only – so is it a three-day meet? Is that mm-hmm. correct? It's Friday, He'd have Saturday, to do Sunday. four races in three days. Yeah. So I don't know if he's declared for both and he'll pick one, but we should see what happens. Um, 1,500 is pretty – Yeah, I would guess he's probably going to pick yeah, one. I would guess he'd pick – I don't. He ran a seven thirty three k. I feel like he should pick the three k. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't want him to. No, but like, <laughs> I, I think I think he would be probably looking at the three k with a fifteen hundred though, man. Like, there's this the range of three thirty prs to three thirty nine to three forty. So, but a lot of these athletes have run quicker outdoors. So, it's just don't know what's gonna. happen. I just know. I like see a lot. Recognize a lot of names from the Olympics. Which has been nice because then I kind of know, you know, who's who's done that, who's been around, who's who's racing well, and who has been racing well last year. So I'm just, yeah, I think I think we're going in pretty good. I, I'm pretty confident that Alicia, me, and George are going to have a good one, and I'm excited for it because I think indoors is just such a fun event. Like to be on a small track with like, and there's going to be a crowd there. So yeah, just just they're, get the adrenaline going. They're not going to like Ollie much though. No, they're not going to like me at all. I reckon they're, they're going to be booing Ollie as soon as, mm-hmm. as, soon as they Why call not? out anyone from Australia after what after what the Aussies did to Novak. They're just going to be booing Ollie on the line. Oh, I didn't even think about <laughs> they're that. They're going to let me in the country. <laughs> gonna, 
Yeah, they're gonna. Yeah, Ollie's just gonna be put in like quarantine like, for no reason. They're just gonna say like, actually, we got some more information on your COVID test. Uh, you gotta actually, go into this uh, quarantine. You had, had too many vaccines. Yeah, you're overvaxed, therefore you have COVID. <laughs> That would be hilarious if they pulled that. Speaking of uh, speaking of that type of stuff, is it true that Stuart McSwain isn't racing yeah. anymore? Yeah, I, I never saw anything, but you guys confirmed it, was, it to the, me. The source was I heard Gregory Hoare was the source. Greg Hoare was just, my dad was a freaking source. He never that's, told me that. That's what I heard. Well, yeah. Well, my my mom my mom told me that he had been sick or something as well. So our parents are in Australia I, on the ground getting dude, the information. They're, they're, they're just hungry for did, the truth. Did he leave though? Like, did he get to London? No, he, no, I didn't. I didn't see. I haven't seen anything from Stewie. Or did he not even? He actually stayed. I haven't seen anything from Stewie, so I I don't know. Off the grid. Off the grid. Because I I heard that he I heard he there was a five k race like a week ago or something, and he did it, but I, he. I don't know if he like died or he just like pulled out with like a couple laps to go or a lap to go. I'm sure our Australian listeners will probably know more yeah, about it no. than we do. But yeah, and apparently he was like sick. So well, that, that freaking reason. sucks. Is he on the list? He's not on the list. Well, he then he's probably oh, okay. uh, Hamish Carson, the other New Zealander, was supposed to be running the 3K as well. He unfortunately got COVID at the start of the week. So he's awesome. Yeah, really? That's, that's tough. And he's, he's the one that you said has been stuck in yeah. Europe, no, the yeah. whole time? He got like stuck in Oh my God, that's tragic. All winter. Yeah. It's yeah, it's, it's tough because like that sickness just knocks you out and you're out for a long time. No updates on my uh, two weeks you, Gary, there. No, yeah. no We're updates on- the rundown after-, after You haven't got your team gear yet? gear last week. No, nah, I haven't, I haven't no got anything. So. We did see um, a high jump mate <laughs> from New Zealand with the coach. They had some two XU gear on. It looked, look it. it looked solid. No Puma, but it looked solid. George, oh, George looked good. Look good. Don't worry. George looked good in anything. <laughs> Let's be real. Yeah. Yeah. So, man, that's going to be exciting. I hope – I honestly have no idea right now how to watch it here in the U.S. I, it's like with that stuff, you just never know. Like I, I normally just go on like – I think it's watchathletics.com and they like have like some like legal slash illegal streams to it. But I'm sure like – there is like a way. I'm sure some company is has bought the rights to it and will be showing it. Just don't know who that is. But uh, definitely watching NCAA Indoors last week got me pretty hyped for for Worlds because that was like just like seeing some like real championship racing again and like at a high level was was awesome to see. I wasn't even sure. Like, did you guys get to watch NCAA Indoors or was it was it too hard? Oh, it was too hard. It was literally like three or four o'clock in the morning. But we'd just try and wake up and like yeah. find the YouTube link without looking at the results so like yeah like after the first day we literally got up all jet lagged and we just put on the ipad and just watched everything like all the highlights of everything so we kind of got to watch it in like a kind of highlighted way without getting spoiled and the second day we did the same thing so mm-hmm. um what's your takeaway from it yeah. Morgs? man it, it was just it was just sick racing like as we said in the preview we knew like with the quality of everyone like all the races were going to be pretty stacked and there was it was like some surprises. I mean, there's always like some surprises and then like some like results that you expect. Obviously, like the biggest guy not to freaking give NAU another <laughs> shout out, but like Abdi was just like on fire. He, I, I didn't expect him to be like on that much of a level above everyone else considering how good everyone else is. But he really showed that in a championship setting, he's like at another level right now. You know, You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm sure you guys watched the finishes of both those races where he he was able to like just take both of them out of 
point, whether I think it was a little earlier in the 5K, I think it was more like a K to go, a little later in the 3K. And he, once he got to the front, he just did not let anyone pass him. And like, that's how you race indoors and how you win indoors races. And he just like executed it so well. Yeah, so. it was textbook. All, all yeah. three men's distance races actually were just won by whoever was at the front with like quite a few laps to go. Yeah. Very really textbook were. indoor racing, I would say. Yeah. Textbook it was, George. It was, good to, it was good to watch. Yeah. The, uh, what was super exciting to watch for us, so the 5K was really cool, but the DMR was was pretty sweet because uh, we had Wisconsin. Wisconsin were leading at the 1,200, the, uh, the 400, and actually, I don't know if we were leading at the 400. I think we were, but we were leading at the end of the 800. So at the start of the mile leg, we had been leading the whole time, and it was still like decently co- close. So a fellow Australian, Jackson Sharp, got the, got the baton with for the mile leg and like you knew like so Yared Nagus got a like not that far behind him so it was like all right Yared's gonna like be able to catch him and then especially like they went out slow like I think it was like a 205 first 800 for them so they weren't like trying to run away from from anyone so like everyone was able to kind of get back in touch with them but then it was it was crazy to see how like well that Texas kid finished and then Yared like who you would have obviously thought would pull a classic yard move and just like find a way to win like he they kind of like he kind of just got like run away from you know yeah. did, did that Texas that was a bit of a surprise did he run the mile prelims right before that was that, was that i don't think he did i don't i don't think i Carrozza? i don't know yeah so so he he was on the he was on the 800 leg or the 1200 leg for oh, them right. he oh, wasn't yeah, the one yeah, that was yeah, on the mile right, leg right. and he he did run the mile prelims though so Texas have a very good mid-distance program right now, like kind of like low-key, like just c- coming really out good. of – I'm not going to say like coming out of nowhere. And they also won the team title, right? They did win the team title. First time in the hit program's yeah. history. I mean, they scored points in the 800. Like they, they, they like crushed. They had a very so good meet. Good, good for Texas, I guess. Yeah, I think the biggest shock for us was obviously Yarrow's um, performance in the 3K. Because um, you'd think like the person that would challenge – Abdi Hamad the most would be Yard. Um, 738 yeah. PR. Yeah, I would have well. said Yard was the favorite. I would have definitely yeah. said Yard was but the favorite. It sounded like we heard from, we heard rumor that he's, he's a bit banged up after that fall from the DMR. So we don't know how banged up because he can actually race, oh, really? obviously. So we don't know how much has affected him, but there is, we've been told that he was banged up leading into it. We don't know how severe that is, street. but. I mean, yeah, it didn't. It I mean, wasn't Yarrow's meet. Yeah, just you go into the championship racing and like nothing is guaranteed. No, nothing's given to you. And uh, I tell you what, those yeah. both like all men and women um, were very exciting races to watch. Uh, even the women's mile, like the girl from Colorado, literally sixty second last quarter, pretty like just ran away from the them. way she won that was was so cool. Like the move she made, it was similar to the women's. The women's three k had a similar move where these people made moves like earlier than. I'm not gonna say earlier than you would think, but they just made these dramatic moves and like they were just able to run away with it and then hold them off. Because in both times, like the people behind them were really good. Like Caitlin Tui getting second in both the three K and the five K was so cool. But like in the three K, she was like coming for a bit. Like this girl from I don't know her name, but from Oklahoma State who won it. Like she made this fat move with the K to go, and they just couldn't catch her. And then yeah, same thing in the mile. She like with 400 to go just opened up such a big mm. gap, and it was. It was pretty epic. Like it definitely made for very entertaining races. Yeah. And so I heard ES- that was pretty cool to see. I heard ESPN did a shocking job of showing it. Um, when I, Ollie, textbook Ollie, go, really? on a, go on to Twitter. I went to social media. 
um, as I do. And I tell you what, the people were pissed off about ESPN's coverage. A lot of problems, a lot of cutouts. For, for like the distance yeah, races? No, for everything. A lot of problems, a lot of cutouts. They weren't showing throw finals. Actually, yeah. I, they, yeah, I forgot about this, but like it, it kept the coverage kept like... I think there was at least one time where there was like technical difficulties and the whole coverage just like just cut. To yeah, nothing. there was so a lot of problems. Literally, they had apparently three commercial breaks in a 3K. Really? Yeah. And then there's a statistic, like there's a the guy tweeted about it and it's, it's a good point to bring up because our sport really like needs some taking a light. They showed a non-ad coverage of the draw for March Madness. It was like three hours of just not, not no, no sport, just showing the draws people drawing like the teams and who they're playing against no ads full coverage of that for espn but then they'll show three ads for women's 3k like unbelievably <laughs> like it's just ridiculous you're gonna you're gonna have to give uh give david melly uh credit for that tweet because I'm, I'm pretty sure i think i think i'm referencing him i'm referencing <laughs> some uh i i just like i remember seeing that and i just thought that's like just such a low point for our sport that espn Will think you know what? No one wants to watch this race. Why would they tune in to watch this race? We'll just put three out commercials here about. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it is. It is. It is ridiculous. But um, the the men's mile race was very exciting because, like in my in in my head, I'm just like, okay, every race is quick now. That's like how they run them. But this race was not quick. I believe they went through 800 and about 210, and I think 1200 was even. 312 maybe i think, maybe. No, I think it was and i think even like 314 they, they didn't they honestly did not go they did not go with until 200 to go they did not do the gear yeah that's the thing they didn't even kick with 400 to go they, they kicked, kicked with 200, with 200 to, go, to go and it's just like so many talented guys so, which is like i mean credit to mario for getting yeah, the mario win, holding that position is pretty hard race. like pretty leading, pretty good to do leading every single lap of a mile that takes some that takes some balls it does take some balls but i just couldn't get over that like like you these guys have run so many indoor races indoor miles you know for a fact that you have to like at least make a move or pass somebody before like near 200 because like when you hit 200 to go and you're going that slow if a guy like mario is in front of you you're not beating him because he's going to be able to kick down and he's going to hold the line like these guys didn't didn't challenge him it didn't seem like they challenged him like john davis from illinois look he was too worried about who was behind him and moving around to keep reed brown out of the way than to 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 make any move on Mario, it seemed like seven seven guys closing in twenty five. It just shows you the talent. That, that must be like the most ever. It shows <laughs> you the talent, that's but incredible. like that's the thing is the the winner is going to be the guy that's like got the best position, and the best position was Mario. Even though everyone else can close in twenty five, he can do yeah. it too. There's there's been races like that before, like even in like the outdoor fifteen hundred when they go slow. I remember one year, the year that Chad Noel won, I think there was like the top eight guys closing like fifty. Like mm-hmm. when it's when it's slow, you can rely on all those top milers to be That's able true. to close yeah. in those times. So it's like, especially on an indoor track, it's just going to make for some chaotic racing. And yeah, as we've already said in the show, on an indoor track, being in front with two hundred to go or 400 to go can be a pretty big advantage because it is so hard to pass and i think that's what we also saw in the 3k which abdi also won did you guys get to watch like the last few laps of that like where lalo yeah. our, our boy lalo was like trying to pass him yeah. and he like he, he just couldn't. he kept trying to make moves to pass him with 400 to go and abdi was able to just respond to every move and i mean it was awesome to see lalo because i mean he's a friend of ours and it's awesome to see someone go for a win 
And then, but then you look at a race like that and you're like, well, if he raced for second, he probably could have like secured a second place, but he tried to make all these moves for the win. And then I think he ended up in fourth. I want to say fourth or fifth. Uh, so still, still a great result at, at nationals, but, um, yeah, yeah, it was, it was some cool racing and Owen Hacker came through. Actually, Owen came forth. Owen did come forth. Owen Owen was fourth. Yeah. Great close by our boy Owen. Great close. Owen had the fastest, both second last and last laps, but he was, he was pretty far back. I rewatched it and I forgot how far back he was. He passed a lot of people. Yeah. If he was a little more in touch with with the leaders in the he last probably could have been could have been really interesting yeah he was obviously feeling good with 400 to go that's a that's he, a that's a that's a textbook george <laughs> textbook fucking george owen's been watching come george's. on textbook text george, text george. So, all, all i'm saying is watch out for outdoors yeah. i think uh now that owen has the confidence of like a top five finish then your next like frame of mind is like just racing like uh you're gonna win because that's how abdi raced both those races he raced like he yeah, was gonna he did. win he raced know, he, like, once he went to the front he's like no one is passing yeah, me straight out so. of mike smith's playbook all mike's all smith says during indoors is, is go to sleep go to sleep go to sleep go to sleep <laughs> second <laughs> to that one is def- just defend the straights so we can need to do right. that's literally what he was yeah. doing like you could see him just exactly like executing that so well like it was it was pretty cool to see but yeah, uh, indoors is so fun to watch. yeah man it i mean fun to watch it is it is. So I think Abdi must be in crazy shape. It's going to be interesting to see what times he can put down in, in outdoors because he, I guess he didn't really try chase times during the indoor season. Like he, he, he obviously ran really quick to qualify for nationals, but he didn't try run like world champs qualifiers or anything. No, I, not really. And like he could have gone to Boston and run a 3K, but like he just went to Husky and, and like won the invite section looking like he probably could have run a lot faster. I mean, going to Boston in December, that was probably chasing the time. But um, what's interesting as well is that, like, Dude, what did the 3K and 5K in indoors? And then, like, his event is, like, the 10K, really. Well, maybe not anymore. But last year it was. Yeah. But, I mean. I'm sure he'll still put down a freaking fat 10K yeah. time. It's going to be. Yeah. It's gonna be cool to see. I mean, I don't, I don't want to, like, talk negatively about anyone. But, man, what happened to Kip, too? He was, like. It's the gloves, man. It's too hot. Yeah, I think he shit. He shit. He shit the gloves. the gloves in the 3K. I think. I mean, I th- I think to be honest, like, and again, I don't want to be a dickhead, but it doesn't seem like he competed. Like, it just seemed like he tried to do the same thing he was doing last year. But you know, that's not going to work because these guys are fit. They're running fast times, and they're not scared of anyone. Like, no one's scared of anyone. No one's even scared of Abdi. Like, no one's scared of anyone. And that's why racing right now in the NCAA is yeah. so sick because they're just going after it. Whereas, like with Kiptu, he's getting threatened, oh, yeah. and he's just—I think he's just like, like just not competing. Doesn't look like he's competing for like anything. Yeah. But that's just my my view of it. Yeah. Yeah. This this. I want to give a shout out to uh, to Kai Robinson. Oh yeah. Place in Aussie the 5K. Boy. I'm gonna I'm gonna call him Australia's answer to Nico Young because he he beat Nico in that race, and they're yeah. both born in 2002, which is crazy to that think about how young they are. Like, I hate thinking about how young they are because it's scary. Like, Kai's going to be competing for world champs like this year potentially. If not this year, then yeah. definitely like next year, but Isn't probably this year. Boy? That guy's in, that guy's born in he. That's well, see, he is, but I doubt he runs the steeple now that you're, he's running so quick on the flat ground. Like, like I don't know if you're coming second in the NCAA 5K right now, then you're probably like. 
if you're like thinking like 13 10 or some, something in that ballpark so i'm sure he's gonna he, he on a fight. maybe he will continue to run this I, I was like with like 800 so. to go when it was kind of like four of them and i was watching with ollie i was like dude guess who that like look who that is and he's like i don't know I was like, yo that's freaking that's kai robinson that's i thought it was charlie guy. hicks for a bit and i'm like yeah. holy shit that's kai robinson. Was like, holy but kai's shit. running like this he's like tucked in like this with his arms just like really near his near his chest. It's yeah. very distinctive. Very form. distinctive form. So you'd be able to. Funny, he kind of closed on Abdi Ahmed. Abdi Ahmed, his last lap was basically like a celebration lap, but he definitely had to like. He was looking. He was looking back. He was doing yeah. the classic like look back so he could run yeah. as slow as he like could possibly. <laughs> he, was, he was really milking that last like hundred. But like he, he had he had a big enough yeah. gap. That but, dude has the best story. Like, yeah. In in the NCAA right now, mm. like his. His like yeah, we're gonna have to get more into it at some point. I'd love to have him on. So like, it is crazy that he's a freaking sophomore. You know, his eligibility is a sophomore. (laughs) Isn't that silly? That is just silly. Um, not sophomore age. Yeah, I mean, younger, younger than us, maybe a year or two younger than us. I don't know. It doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter. At this point, if you're winning both events, like who cares how old you are? Yeah, he's good as hell. Well, everyone's old as well. Like, literally, everyone is old. That's the Morgan thing. Morgan Beatles, all old. Like, I mean, there's really good young yeah, guys, but yeah, yeah they're, all, they're all old. So, yeah. Kai Robinson, Australia's answer to Nico Young. That's, that's Morgan's quote. That's, that's Morgan's title, quote right? on the hashtag heavy hitters. Yeah, you're saying is Kai Robinson a heavy hitter? Oh, 100%. He's a heavy hitter, man. If you're 20 years old and you're running like he is, that's. That's heavy that's hitter big. status right there. You heard it here, here so, folks. It's, that's big news so, for Kai. Yeah, Kai's, Kai's going to be big about that. He's gonna be happy about that. I think he probably already knows, but <laughs> I would love to meet him, chat with him, some get him on the pod eventually. We'll see. But uh yeah, is there I mean, unfortunately I kinda have to go soon, but is there anything else we need to we need to cover today with the the boys? Mm. Mm. Good question. Um George did a, cl- a classic move this afternoon that I want to make sure that's given to the public. Oh, oh my god. We uh he had he had a he had a he had a, he had a nice drink and I think he maybe enjoyed that drink too much and uh <laughs> Left his jumper. He's a beautiful Alicia. on hoodie. He did pull in Alicia. He left his beautiful on hoodie at the um, place where it was, the restaurant or the place where we're at that was outside. So we went back and we walked back and then we had to talk to these two young ladies who were German and they spoke nice English and they said, "Oh, the, the, the waitress took it." We were waiting there for like literally fifteen minutes and the waitress was like, "Oh, I'll get it. We'll get it for you. We'll get it for you." Just. Didn't never got it, and then we just sitting there waiting, and then all of a sudden, like just rotating of girls kept coming back and forth, and then eventually a guy came in and grabbed it and got it, and I told George that I'm pretty sure they kept him waiting because they just wanted to keep looking at him. All the waitresses up here, they just, they just wanted to, to keep looking at, at George, which is fair. So enough. you know, I think I think it's that was uh, leaving that behind was not textbook George. That's not textbook George at all. That's usually like me or Alicia we leave shit behind, but uh, Alicia left her phone at a cafe. Like yeah, she days. did. <laughs> I had to walk like. The length of oh, no. to get it. it was pretty funny. So far, the only thing I've done is not flown, flown the right day. But yeah, that, that's it for us. Yeah, time. I mean, it looks like you guys having you guys are having a great time. Based oh, on Elden the, Ring, based on the Instagram, it looks like you guys are having a good time. Elden, everyone, I'm playing Elden Ring. I'm grinding. What level away. are you? That's where you can catch me most of the time. I'm, I want to say I'm like level forty. Dude, or you're grinding. I'm, I'm still kind of like you're grinding, middle, bro. I'm seventy. So level seventy three. Have you beat Godric yet? You beat yes. Godric? Hell I yeah, have. brother. Ollie was so sad that he didn't beat him in one I go because he wanted to be able to tell Snyder that he beat this guy in one go. 
Oh well, Ollie, Ollie's just freaking so overpowered. How did you not beat him? In Dude, one no, I got back into a, I got back into a corner, like and then I didn't, I didn't heal myself with my flask. Oh my god. Dude, I don't even know how you enjoy games like that. You're just so, you're clearly going to be so much. Well, more I'm not. I'm not really amazing. like this game. Literally, you can die. You can be level 100 and just die from some random thing that comes and kills you. That's why this game's so good. Takes 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 some skill, I guess. But uh, yeah, for anyone who's listening, make sure you tune into freaking World Indoors and support the boys. This is a huge race, even though it doesn't unfortunately get like the coverage that it probably should here in the US. Like this is an amazing race and a big opportunity for these boys. Uh, they're they're aiming for the top at this point, so it's uh, it's gonna be very good very for coffee cool clubs. So good luck, boys. Thanks, All right, uh, so we're back. I'm here today with uh, a couple of Drake boys. How you doing, boys? Yeah, good. It's good to be here. Uh, yeah, doing good. Yeah, I should say who you are so people know what your voices are. I always just assume that people are watching the YouTube video. I forget that like podcasts are actually mostly like audio because yeah, I just come yeah. from like a YouTube background, I guess. But uh, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah. <laughs> I can, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm Adam Fogg. Uh, What's what do people know you as though? The Fog Dog. Yeah, <laughs> pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if you're on YouTube right now, I'll give you a wave. Uh, if you're on Spotify, or whatever. Hello, hello. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's good to good to be here. Um, I'm probably in my final year at Drake. Um, yeah. yeah, I was born in England, grew up in Australia. Um, like Chicken Boy here. Exactly. Um, not born in England though, but yeah, <laughs> no, it's good to be here. Hell yeah. Yeah, no, it's awesome you're here in Isaac. Yeah, uh, I'm Isaac Baston. I'm a junior at Drake. This probably won't be my last year, but you just never really know what's, what's going on. So. Yeah, who knows? Maybe you run like 3.30 and go pro. That's, that's a dream. <laughs> I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't <laughs> put it past him, honestly. Yeah, well, I feel like, because I didn't realize, Isaac, you were so young. Like, you're actually young because we live in a time now where like, so many of the NCAA people are so old and I'm a cat I'm like kind of a casual fan I I don't follow the sport that well at the like the NCAA level because it's just like too much to follow so I don't really know that much about you obviously I know a bit about Fog Dog just because of like YouTube and stuff and <laughs> yeah. Australia and oh, all yeah. that but I will say the first time I saw you was like I guess I like knew who you were as a runner was during cross country huh. and you, yeah. you know why right yeah yeah it's because yeah, yeah. of, of the the spin yeah, the spin. yeah. oh man <laughs> what race was that conference yeah the yeah. missouri valley conference which is like kind of a big deal <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, no. no but i mean we, we, we got, turned it into one yeah yeah dude that that actually yeah. probably like i think a lot of people probably saw that right yeah it was like, kind of cool like i woke up the next morning and that video i'd been tagged on instagram like runner's space USTF CCCA or whatever had both reposted it. It gone like pretty viral on Twitter. I think all up like that one oh, yeah. video across all platforms and all like the companies who shared it. It got like three or four hundred thousand views. Jeez, yeah, damn. and like a I, lot of people on Let's Run were like, "These guys are absolute dickheads." Like, they oh, just, you guys yeah. copped a lot of shit for oh, that. Oh yeah, oh yeah, of I course. But I yeah. only had like fifteen hundred Instagram followers at the time. And my post about from that meet got two thousand likes by itself. Because he bought them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, twenty bucks a pop. Yeah, yeah. Hey, it's worth it though. Gotta gotta grow that following. But damn, that was like because that was funny. That, that stuff was just fun to see because our sport is normally just like so boring, kind of. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, but it, what was like the story behind it? Yeah. So a lot of people like on Let's Run, they were kind of like, obviously we went one two, but why why are we celebrating that? Like we should be going one two at a yeah. conference meet like that. Just because 
it's it's an alright conference and there are a few decent teams with a few decent individuals but on kind of a I guess uh, like comparing us to other people in the conference we should have been number one and number two but we were really kind of that meet had been hyped up for the last few years as like Drake's going to win conference this year and it hadn't happened since 1999 I think so we were one two and we knew that our teammate was in number three behind us oh, and okay. so obviously it looks like we're kind of just celebrating going yeah. one two he actually beat me over the line really? um, nice go. he got the win <laughs> yeah conference um, champ right here yeah, yeah. <laughs> Missouri no Valley athlete of the year but, um, yeah no big deal yeah um, <laughs> put that on the resume yeah <laughs> exactly yeah sign him up but um <laughs> But yeah, no. So we were, we really were like celebrating the team win because yeah. even though even though it kind of looks like we might not have known, you can literally see our teammate running over the hill in the background as he's he's like mm-hmm. yeah. celebrating as well. Yeah. Um, so you guys we went, did did get the win? No, no, oh, no. <laughs> no. Imagine, yeah, we did, we did. Yeah, okay, yeah, good. Thank um, God. Oh, man. I was like, you guys didn't want to. Yeah, <laughs> one, two, three. 34, <laughs> yeah, 60. You'd be, you'd be pretty <laughs> yeah. pissed at a couple of yeah. rounds on your team. Out. I think yeah. we were 1, 2, 3, 6, 8. Yeah, we were. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You guys crushed. So we, yeah. But nearly, um, nearly perfect. Like, to to make that, like, seem more like it wasn't, like it was kind of expected, was, like, the last two years before that season, we had been, I wouldn't say, like, the unanimous favorites to win, but we were, like, considered one of two teams who should probably win this meet yeah and both times we showed up and laid an egg so mm. like actually getting the win That's like big. this year it was yeah. finally like kind of a big deal just for like our program yeah, it, but, yeah. i get yeah. that like the thing i think if you haven't been a part of it it's a little hard to relate to how special like a conference cross-country meet is from a team perspective but I mean, I mean, I'm sure it's the same for nationals if you go to like a school like NAU where they're like actually yeah. winning national titles. Yeah. But if yeah. you don't go to one of those schools, conference is such a big deal because that's how it was at Wisconsin as well. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think I've had like even winning and still as individual, like wasn't as emotional as winning a conference team title was yeah. in 2016 after we hadn't won the year before and we, like things mm-hmm. have been bad. So I definitely get how. Yeah, when you get in that spot, it's like it's actually emotional. Like you do yeah. something that you really care about, and yeah. like especially coming from Australia, like I didn't think I would give a fuck about. Yeah, that like that's how the, sport the kind of team aspect of cross country. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 It's so different. It's yeah. kind of crazy, that's, like how fast they like you begin to care about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it's like, almost like it's a team wide thing. Yeah, I mean, you're just like these are the people that you're with like literally every day. Like yeah. if you think yeah. about how much time you spend with your teammates and how much you go through together. It's like, huge. Yeah. Yeah. It, it definitely makes you just really care. And yeah. It's a cool part of the sport, which I obviously wish like existed in the pro world, but yeah. Yeah. Just, just really doesn't, doesn't yeah. just doesn't yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> they do technically have it don't they like uh, usa yeah I, there, I mean there is u.s club cross but yeah. no one really cares about it it's mm-hmm. not yeah. like it's not like you're going to get like bauman showing up to that or anything unfortunately yeah we don't so. get them Really yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it almost but, seems like instead of cross, you guys just have like a road race season. Yeah. Like, do you even do that though? Like, yeah. No. Nah, yeah. Well, it's just that. like as a pro, it's like you know, it's like there's world champs or Olympics on the like outdoors, and yeah. everything else is so secondary to that. So, mm, yeah. like anything that's gonna like like doing all those other races are so nice to be able to do, but if it doesn't like serve the purpose of like having you perform your best at those big championships then it's just like you just probably wouldn't do it yeah. yeah unfortunately and it definitely takes away from the fun of it a bit but it's just like the way the sport exists now yeah but i mean you guys are still in the college system which is very different has a lot of 
cool races and you guys just came off and stubble indoors which we've talked yeah. about a bunch like the last few weeks just how crazy everything has been and like you guys are actually part of that now so yeah how how is it being on the being on the inside where everyone's like so fog dog here was was your time was 356 no 356.6 yeah and and that was 26 in the country it's mad when i ran it it went number six so i was like i'm i'm locked in i ran it yeah uh like a week before the end of january Mm -hmm. um so at the time going number six with that i was like even a couple of people in front of me they'll scratch like i'll go in top five probably yeah, you're like um sweet i ticked that box yeah yeah completely yeah. like i remember after that i was like okay now i'm kind of chilling like i ran a 3k a couple of weeks after that um to try and get a qualifier in that as well and ran 751 which ended up being like 37th or something which 751 would have qualified like three years ago yeah sure. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just unbelievable but it was funny because like the Music City um, mile race where a lot of guys ran pretty quick was happening right while my 3K was on. Um, and I finished my 3K and Jay, our coach, kind of walked up to me like, oh, well done. Um, and then he just looked down at his phone and he was like, oh my God. And I knew instantly like what yeah. he was looking at. Eight guys ran quicker than me. So that moved me down to number... I was already down to number 10 by that point, but then I moved down to number 18. Just one and then, race. Yeah, like- yeah one race number 10 to number 18 but that was nuts and then that weekend yeah. you finished that weekend 21 because there were three yeah. other guys from other races that Jesus. also ran below. crazy but yeah. when when did you get your time isaac i got mine the at week the arkansas after. qualifier so the week after that music city meet um i had a race the next day at, while the music city beat was going on i was at dinner and uh-huh. this guy texted me the results because I didn't even know what was going on that night. Dude, it's the worst when you get like when, when something that, like that happens in the sport and like you're oh. not even like thinking about it, and then like it pops up on your phone. Yeah, it's just like such a bummer, man. It's yeah. just like oh come on. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sitting at dinner with my dad, like just like having a good time, looking at my phone, and I'm like, now I have to run 356 tomorrow. Yeah. Like I was going in with the goal, like oh 357, I'll be all right. And like it doesn't sound like it's a lot different, but every second is crazy your fast times yeah yeah and yeah. i was so i was panicking and i think that made me choke the next day at my that was the tyson invitational i ran 407 406 406 oh i got tripped selling yeah. myself short <laughs> that's my excuse i fell down and still nearly got yeah you. what happened in that race to you um well so there was a pacer that went out at it was the 230 through the K. You were even slower, I think. Yeah. You were watching it just oh, like, so this is went, not You went on it. Yeah. It was ridiculous, but I ran... I don't like leading. I hate leading, like, with a passion. And I was in... I was in third place because there was somebody else that was supposed to be tucked behind the pacer. But the pacer, like, dropped the entire field by, like, three seconds. Oh, so okay. then when the pacer <laughs> so dropped... Bad. When the pacer dropped, I looked at the clock and I was started panicking. So I just sprinted the next lap and then Yeah, I, that's a recipe for disaster. Complete, <laughs> like, yeah, completely like, died. I can I can tell just by how you're talking and watching your race uh, at NCAAs that you are just like a racer. Like you like to race people rather than like the clock. Yeah. And that's like that's how I am as well. So whenever you see a time and then you react to it and you freak out, oh it's like yeah. there's no coming back from that really. Especially indoors, because like outdoors like forty eight make it, so it's like not super challenging to make it to outdoor at least regionals regionals. yeah yeah yeah. but indoors like only 16 guys in the nation like you're looking at every time and you're panicking yeah pretty much the entire season yeah so with that you were at 358 high i'd run 356.6 and i was down to like number 23 or 24 by that point so the week after he ran his 406 i ran my 3k um 
the, the week after that, we went back to Arkansas. Like, we need to get a time. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's where it came together for you. Yep. I yeah. ran 356-1 in that race. Nice. And that put me at right at 16. And that bumped fog even further down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, that was tough for me because, like, yeah. I went there and the pacer was like, uh, yeah, we're going 226 through the true K, like 227 high through 1009. I tucked in behind the pacer. I said to the boys, like, I'm I'm happy to, like, tuck in behind. And then yeah, when he drops out, I'll it. try and keep it going. Just so that, so that it essentially every race this season was a time trial pretty much, like, all mm-hmm. over the country. Like, and I was, I was happy to be the one to tuck in and try and keep it going. Just so people aren't, you know, like, jostling and just get in a line and yeah. just run hard. We need a time at the end of the day. Um, yep. So it was tough for me because I ended up running 357.2. When the pacer dropped out, I, like really tried to pick it up we were 229 9 through a thousand and nine i've got work yeah. to do yeah, yeah. He close hard he closed so hard and i i came yeah. i was in dead last at the k and then as you always are yeah, yeah i was gonna like, say like, i you like last place because in the even in the heats at ncaa's you you were in last place i'm pretty yeah. sure yeah i came through for some reason like even though you're not running that much slower because everyone's pretty close for some reason for me i think it's a mental thing but being in last place makes me feel like what i'm doing is so easy and then like it makes me feel like i have so much energy and then like i'm just sort of like grinding away and you come just leading the train yeah 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 that's the way it goes like we got after it it worked out well for you like um but all i got from that was like another solid run like around 357.2 but came third and the two ahead of me bumped me down two more spots so um and i lost my school record as well oh man that sucks yeah (laughs) yeah you're a good man for taking that race out there you must have like uh i don't know you must have been very thankful appreciative very very much so (laughs) yeah we we, we had a few talks afterwards but like just to make sure we're good because like we're like oh yeah we've like i mean that's just kind of what it's been at drake like we've both been like bumping each other back beating each other like left and right it's a great thing to have going on with plenty of teammates yeah Yeah. i mean we we, i asked you guys what the school record was before you guys got there and it wasn't even sub four no yeah you guys are one yeah 356 making nationals you guys are like you guys are changing it there like that's pretty sweet to see yeah yeah no it's (laughs) come along pretty pretty well but it's funny because like with that obviously i was then stressing like you were you were pretty locked in for nationals after that but i was like I need to be there, but like, I, I still haven't got a time. So literally every week it was like, we were pushing our coach while well, I was, you were kind of chilling, but I was like, I need to run quick. Like I need to. So it was like right at the end of the season, we were coming up to conference and I was like, I need to chase the time. And then, um, literally on our way to the conference prelims, Reed Brown and Jackie Arian were running in Boston. And oh, I was yeah. like, Oh my God, like yeah. this is going as bad. <laughs> That's so annoying that they get to do that. Like yeah. conference week and they get to go to Boston. And yeah. Yeah. That. Yeah. I mean, they ran well, yeah. Um, but yeah, so we got through our mile prelims, separate prelims. Um, it was like 4.15 and 4.13, like we both got through. Really tough run. Yeah. And <laughs> he paced me yeah. the next day uh, through, through a K. Yeah. I got, yeah, I got through a K. I wanted to get through 1,200, but I was, I 
was kind of tired from running the prelim and then the DMR that night. Mm-hmm. So I got yeah. him through a K at like, it ended up being 229. Nine. Yeah. I was, I wanted to be like 227. Yeah. yeah. But I, and really I was on pace to be at 227, but the last 200, I was too slow. Yeah. So yeah. that's what slowed down. So but. Around 356 again. 356, <laughs> yeah. So it was like, brutal. It was like another solid one, but just, just every race, it was like, it's like a good run, but it's just not enough. And then obviously the I got so is just lucky so high. with the 10 McNugget scratches. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So then you end up 26 and then, yeah. so you're like, yeah, you're like, Oh, I didn't qualify. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 But in saying that I was 25th last year and I yeah. got in. Um, so a tiny part of me was like, I could still get in. Yeah. And on the bus ride back, we were literally looking at every single name, like, he could scratch, but like he probably won't. Like beetle <laughs> skin, Beetlejuice. Like yeah, he, he could, <laughs> he could, but like he's not going. But to he's around three fifty two, so it's like yeah. surely. So why would he? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. There's also the um, me running four twenty eight that day at conference. Yeah, and then getting a couple <laughs> a couple tweets online saying if I was injured. Like yeah, he, yeah. People really think thought that I was injured or like that I was having issues, but. Because it was like... So they, didn't, they didn't watch no. the race. They, no. They had no, no. clue. I, as soon as he stopped pacing me, he, <laughs> he ran like 38, 40, 38 for like his last three nice. 200 splits. My, my coach told me I had to finish it. Yeah. And, and he was score. Like, he, yeah, he said, he said, I'd love for you to get a point out of this. I did not get a point. <laughs> you ended up dead last. You lost. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you pace and you've done the best you can, then yeah. it's like... Yeah. I was also like, I was like super interested in what he was doing. Cause you know how there's a big You're watching, <laughs> <laughs> just cheering me on, pausing at the side of the track. Yeah. You know how there's a huge scoreboard like there where you're yeah. watching it. Like, yeah. so I was like looking at the clocks and then like looking at where he was every hundred mark. And I was like, yeah. Oh, it's going to be close. Like, yeah, yeah. I, was, I was trying to work out in my head, quick math. If you got overlapped, but then I guess you didn't get overlapped cause you were running so slowly. <laughs> yeah. 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 Even though it was, no. you were, even though you were like literally like what like thirty two seconds ahead or whatever, yeah. Yeah. I nearly, I nearly did. <laughs> I, like, I, I nearly just, did. I was um, so I was like coming around the curb and like starting to enter the straight when I saw him finish. Okay. Because then I was watching like I was able to watch the board and then him cross the line. The so straight that is. So he he was like hundred and fifty left. Yeah. So if I got round one more bend, not that I would, because I yeah. was finishing. But yeah. yeah. Did you did you like? Were you able to see the time that he ran? Yeah. So I I and then I like I was running along the straight and I kept like looking at the clock to see if, when the yeah. time would come through. And then like with a hundred meters left, I saw the time with you and I was like, shit, it's yeah. not quite, quite quick oh, enough. Man. But that yeah. sucks. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but then you got in, so yeah, hell well, yeah, it all worked out. Great. <laughs> <laughs> it all ended up being really for nothing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll talk about then how into the blaze went. I guess you had a bit of like you had a bit of bad luck this season because then your other like big opportunity, just to touch on it quickly before we get into indoors, was probably Milrose, right? Yeah. And like, because Milrose is a big race where like there's yeah. a lot of attention, but then yeah, I, I didn't watch the race, but then I saw your time and I was like, oh, something happened. And yeah. Then I saw it. And then I saw the video. Yeah. I saw, yeah. I saw a video of you like. Dude, I just went good. down so hard. I'm still like pretty. Oh, they're alright. Yeah, it cut my hip, like my yeah. knees. Oh, it was bad. Yeah. yeah, just got clipped from behind. It the pace. Of, he did an okay job overall, but it was meant to be like 157 through 800 or 809. Um, and the front guys were like too flat. So yeah. Um, so it's probably gonna be pretty bunched up. Yeah. And all that. Yeah, and he went out. I think in twenty nine high through like 200 so it was so bunched up and everyone's trying to move in i'm trying to like 
ease my way in and yeah i just just got, got cleared from behind went down uh, yeah, yeah i felt those like three or four like slow motion steps like oh i could save this and then i was just like on the ground it ripped my bib number off like really? i had four pins obviously in and it just ripped straight out so yeah, yeah it was a tough fall but yeah hey you actually like got up and finished pretty solid then considering yeah. <laughs> it's so weird because like you think you just get up and you're not gonna it's not gonna like ruin you that much but you you just oh, like it takes a lot of energy nothing. yeah yeah, yeah. You get lactic like so quickly. You think, I don't know. Even getting clipped can like can. So I feel like sometimes I'll get clipped and I won't even notice it. Sometimes I'll get clipped and it'll like drain my energy. Yeah, yeah. It can fuck you over pretty bad. But, yeah, but yeah. Then I guess moving on to indoors. So you were just like sick the week before it. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. It was it was pretty rough. So it was funny because like um, I hate having this as an excuse and like people listening might be like, oh, he's just making it up. Like he ran four hundred one and just didn't run well in the in the prelim. But yeah, I. I, I truly, I thought my body was good and that, you know, I was back to normal because I, I felt all right in like the th- three days leading up, did some all right strides and like, I was like, okay, I should be good. But yeah, it, it was the week out. So we did an easy run Tuesday, like a week and a half before NCAAs. And um, that's when we found out we both qualified. Obviously, Baston was already kind of locked in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had a bit of a sore throat at that point but I was like nah it's just from the track because I just had a real crack at conference so I was like yeah. oh, I've just got you know the track cough kind of thing yeah and then the next day we had a 10 mile like easy run and we were running like 705s per mile like 425 per k around about and um I was in a pretty bad way and then the next two days I didn't run Thursday I crawled through three miles at like 750 pace on Friday uh feeling pretty yeah. awful um yeah yeah and then and then from kind of friday saturday onwards i kind of like picked up a bit um and i ended up feeling all right but i think it knocked me about a little bit um, yeah it's the way it goes so yeah it's just hard to yeah. come back from it we had a yeah. pretty solid session like on the monday yeah was it monday yeah and like, like four you days out. you looked like back to normal sort of i mean like it seemed yeah. like like in between reps you're struggling a little bit like yeah. just to get back to normal but like during the reps he looked like his normal self yeah like yeah. yeah i guess it's like you're not gonna like uh you're not gonna like a race is still a different story compared to like yeah. a workout or just the yeah. way you're gonna like exhaust your body you're just not gonna be the same Completely. and that's when you get exposed unfortunately yeah and so i so, did and fogged yeah. up exposed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew something was going wrong like when we went out reasonably quick like Beetlejuice took it out and I was like <laughs> early on I was like perfect this is exactly what I need like six people from our prelim will go through yeah um wait were you guys in the same heat yeah yep. we were yeah okay. and I knew that it was going wrong when I looked to my left and Baston was there I knew something was wrong because he's always in last because like until yeah, like the yeah. last couple of laps and I was there running alongside him like yeah. oh no yeah <laughs> this isn't this the is plan <laughs> as well you ran literally the yeah. entire race on the outside I just could not tuck in oh, I, really? I literally couldn't tuck in um I tried to but I was running alongside um the Texas guy Creighton Carrozza for quite a lot of it and uh, looking back at the video we kind of like I try and tuck in and he kind of like, speeds just up. Like I just, I just couldn't get in. I just yeah. could not get in. To yeah. be fair, it's pretty intelligent on his part. Yeah, yeah. Well played. Yeah, well played. Well played. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it's like, especially if you are running quick, then running on the outside of lane one or yeah. in lane two definitely is going to add up, like, yeah. by the end of that race. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, uh, that's the way it goes. Yeah. yeah. You, you kicked through Isaac, like, pretty good. Classic. Yeah. I guess that's, I haven't, so obviously I haven't seen you race a ton, but now I'm just yeah. going to assume that's what you always do. Yep. <laughs> at least when I'm running Unless well, you're at conference. Unless you're at conference and then 
conference yeah, i go out hard and opposite. die yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah but so you made it through to the final and i guess that was all like according to the plan that you must have been feeling pretty good after those heats no yeah i was feeling super good after those heats because i feel like a, a big mental thing for me is like how much energy did i spend because i'm so young so i feel like my body doesn't quite recover as well as some guys does like yeah. when they're 25 like i mean it's calling out calling out your competitors it's a little little easier for that it is crazy that you're so you're 21 and you're you're racing it's like 25 year olds yeah it's it's a bunch of years it's not i feel like i should be old in the nca now i'm 23 and it's like yeah i am i should be at the top end but there's still so many people older than me yeah you gotta gotta stick around for a few more years so you can experience i'm sure i could find another three or four years (laughs) probably yeah (laughs) but uh but yeah so you're feeling good for the final huh yeah i was feeling super good for the final like and especially when at the end of the prelim i just kicked my way into third place like i didn't like try to go for the win or anything because it doesn't really matter Mm -hmm. so like i was like man like i didn't lead a single step of this race like i feel like i used less energy than those other guys that made it, I'm like, I feel like I have a chance to win this thing. Yeah. At least that was my mindset going into the final. Yeah. I really did think, I mean, you obviously never know, especially in that field, like you could have been 10th or you could have won. But I truly, like this time, really did feel like you could win. Outdoor, like, I mean, it was a similar-ish feeling, but when you've got like Cole Hocker in there, yeah. Yard in like his best shape, that was like kind of... This year was such a level playing field. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah. Obviously, there's people who have run really quick, like Beetlejuice, 352, and yeah. Mario was like probably the favorite going in. But mm-hmm. yeah. if it went slow, which it did, like it kind of, you definitely could have, yeah, could have won on any given day. Yeah. I, I think I made a lot of, or at least a few mistakes in that final that like were really bad decisions in my part. And like, I feel like I, could have wanted if i wouldn't have done those things yeah or if i like would have done things differently but i mean like also in the back of my mind like coming off of outdoor where i placed dead last in the final i was just like i i don't want to be dead last again like i don't want like to be known as the guy that goes to the finals and gets dead last (laughs) because like i feel like that's like as a guy that's like trying to build up my resume to like go pro like because i haven't really done that yet like that's like an important thing yeah. to accomplish because like i don't want coaches to be like yeah this guy is just the guy that goes to the finals and chokes yeah so no, like that's fair so i was like during during the race i was like i could make a move now and go for the win and looking back i really should have but my mind kept stopping me because i was like if i do that and it doesn't work out then i might get last oh, okay and, like that's interesting yeah, yeah, that, yeah that's tough to to kind of wrestle with that going on yeah but did you did you think it would be slow Oh, uh, no. I yeah. thought Beetleskin would take it out really hard. Yeah, I was I was pretty surprised. Like, in my head, with how, like, how quick everyone runs and then just how many, like, front-runner types there are now, yeah. I just assume every race is going to be quick. And then this mile race went out so slow, like, 210 or 800 or whatever. Yeah. And, the, like, to be fair, if you look through history, that's how most of these races are run. Like, they're often slow races, but definitely didn't expect it. But I guess for you, like, you would probably contend with that. But then oh, the, yeah. weird, the weird thing with mm-hmm. this race is that it didn't even really kick like a slow race. You know, normally someone makes a move at 600 to go or 400 to go. Yep. This one it just didn't, didn't even. Yeah, it just yeah. didn't. It just didn't. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get to 200 to go and it's like, oh. All right, now we go quick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. everyone's here. So yeah. were you just like, you were just sitting there and just like, man, when, when do I make a move or what? It, yeah, like, you know how, I, I don't know if, because you're more of a 5K guy, so I don't know if you really experienced this, but there's always a point in the race where it's like, all right, it feels right. Like now it's when I should do it. Yeah. And like, it yeah. never did. Like, yeah. it never felt like, all right, now is the time where I have to go. It was just yeah. like, we got to the bell and there was 200 left. 
I was, it was still three people wide in front of me, but I'm like, I have no choice now. I have to try. Yeah. And so like, I'm, I'm trying to make a move on the straight and I feel like I had just accomplished what I was trying to accomplish. Like I was just passing, but then the curve happened. And so like, I'm still sprinting on this curve, but everybody else is sprinting as well. And I'm not that much faster than them and over a sprint. So like I was losing what I was gaining over, over the straight. Yeah. So I felt like I just never really, I never really had the time to pass, Yeah. but I mean, that's indoors, man. Though, like, I feel yeah. like yeah. indoors races are often like that. Like, outdoors is is different. Like, you don't get yeah. the same problems of like going around someone. You just can't do it. Even if you, yeah, like even if you are just running a bit quicker, but it's not enough because the turn is about yeah. to come. Like, outdoors doesn't really have that. So, yeah, that's why indoors is so hard, I guess. And yeah, you look back at that race and the fact that like Mario was leading the whole way. It's like yeah, yeah that makes it pretty nice, you know. You yeah. don't have to worry about passing and like all the. That's a that's a like if it, if a NCAA mile final is going that slow, like obviously everyone is going to be in it, and obviously yeah. everyone probably has the capability to close in twenty six or quicker. Yep. So I think looking back, there was um a time coming around the bend. With, it was just over six hundred to go, so just over three laps. We we're still going slow. I I made a decision to not move when I was really considering it. Looking back, I would have totally made that move and yeah. just like totally sprinted. Because I told Fog I was considering yeah. doing this. Yeah. I was considering just all out sprinting from 600 to go and just saying, I'm going to die a little bit, but hopefully not enough to the point where they catch me. Like just Yeah, that would have been interesting to see because that's what yeah. happened in a couple of the women's races, you know? Like literally yeah. like they went early and they got to jump on the field and then no one, yeah. no one came back. I mean, I, I have to imagine that like a lot of people in the men's field would have like followed you. Oh, they, yeah. They would have known like, all right, this is the move. I got to yeah. cover it. And yeah. like they yeah. probably would have been capable of covering it. For, yeah, you'd think so. Yeah. Like with 600 out, but... Who knows? I guess. I guess. I who knows, man? You I, I just wish I would have tried it because yeah. I feel like, like looking back, I have like regrets. Like, oh, I didn't do everything I could to try to win. Yeah. Like, so I wish I would have like, because I I don't even know if like no matter how the race was won, if I could have won. But that's what bothers me. Yeah. It was like not knowing if I could have done it. Yeah. Like, I, I guess you just gotta take those lessons yeah. though into outdoors. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I can't believe no one did go though. Like, as in Beetlescum, yeah. for example, like. 600 hours classic classic milers man yeah yeah just want to trust that kick like yeah everyone thinks they got the biggest kick i swear Uh, i (laughs) i couldn't have afforded to do that in that race like if i was in that i think i would have gone from like 800 i think i would have had to like maybe maybe in the moment i would have been scared and just sat and then closing like 29 and (laughs) yeah i I technically still did have the the fastest last four and the fastest last two yeah so like 52 six yeah. yeah. So I did, I did close the hardest, yeah. but I just, I, I really yeah. overestimated like the advantage that my kick would have over the field. Cause yeah. like, I thought that like, I'd be like, Oh, my kick is so much better than everyone's. But when you're running, which is super cocky and stupid of me to think, but when, <laughs> but when you're running that slow, everyone has that speed. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. Like, it's just yeah, pretty irrelevant how much speed you have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you ended up finishing were you fourth or fifth. I was fifth. Fifth. I mean, that's, that's pretty damn good still. Yeah. Like, like the guys I lost to are super incredible runners. Exactly. So it's not so. like, yeah. yeah, you can be happy with that. And as you know, you're, you're young. So it's like, you know, you're going to get a bunch more opportunities at it, hopefully. And uh, you yeah. got one now and outdoors. So that's going to be sick. I feel like, I mean, clearly I can tell talking to you that you're already like very confident and like in your abilities and in winning. But I feel like once you get like that, like top five or top eight, whatever performance, then it's like, all you're going to think about now is winning. Yeah. Whereas, I mean, it, clearly it seems like you were already thinking about winning only, but it's like, now you know, like, definitely, like, that's my goal. Yeah. So. It, it was weird. I was I was going into nationals, like, going into the final thinking I could win, 
But like then during the race, I was like, I okay, but I can't sacrifice not getting top eight. So like it was like a battle like inside like what I really wanted to, to accomplish going into the final. But yeah, now like that I've gotten like the yeah. top eight trophy. Now I just don't care about them as much. Anymore. Get one of now them. Like, yeah, you have to get the top one. Yeah, yeah. So man, well, definitely gonna be following you uh, outdoors a lot, both of you, I guess, in the in the yeah. fifteen. Well, do you think you're gonna be doing the fifteen hundred? Probably, the fight? probably, as well? probably yeah. the fifteen. Yeah, I just like we were talking about this the other day. It's like I feel like in future I probably will end up moving up to three five kind of kind of stuff. Um, like running seven fifty one. That was like my first proper three k in like three years. Really? I think I ran I ran at a conference last year, but it was like solo on a flat track. So eight oh six flat track probably worth like seven. 40 maybe <laughs> i'll give you um, that yeah, maybe yeah. 325 the mile. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so yeah i hadn't run one for like three years like properly um kind of in like a, a race where i'm running hard and like really getting after it, i guess so running 751 it kind of like shows that if i focused on it a bit more maybe i could do a bit better over three and five but like it's kind of like do i want to risk it and go all in and try and run something quick in the five or do i just kind of stick to what i know which is what I think I'll end up doing and just like focus on the 1500. Cause I know that if I run to the best of my ability, like I should be in the final outdoors. Um, yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. So probably 1500 for yeah. now. We'll see, I guess yeah. this has been, it's been weird. Like seeing this too, because after cross country season was over, you went to England and ran, yeah. I, I don't know when you did that, but you ran a really fast 5k. That was actually in summer. That was um, in summer. End of summer, 13.45 on the roads. Yeah. yeah. So you 13.5 on the roads? 13.45. That's yeah. legit. Yeah. And it's like a legit 5k course as well, because yeah. I know on the roads, you never really know. But um, I beat Tom Mortimer, who's like a 13.26 guy. Um, oh, damn. Yeah. So 13.45. So you feeling pretty good about your, like... Yeah, like 5k man like once yeah you get a good one on the track yeah i think so i think so um i just don't know if yeah. i'm gonna do that because like yeah brian clay for example i think we're going there for 1500 and it's kind of yeah. like we want to get a regional qualifier in the 1500 that's probably a great chance to run like i don't know 336 337 if yeah. we're in good shape for it yeah um so i think i'd rather play it safe do that yeah. than like risk running a hard 5k go into a strong field and end up who knows yeah maybe you, know. you gotta try getting one of like i don't know what the schedule is like this year but like get one is, are there races back at stanford this year uh i assume so yeah they, they always have I, like a lot of good 5ks there yeah like earlier season ones where you can go throw down something solid yeah you can always set something up with kip too too who lives yeah. right down the road yeah sure then we'll end up going out in 228 3k and then probably and then, and then dying yeah <laughs> no nah, actually maybe you'll hang on man maybe, maybe yeah. you're on 1310 who knows that's it yeah yeah <laughs> but, yeah imagine that yeah, yeah. but yeah like so after after he ran the 1345 we came back for cross and like it was towards the end of cross season we were just hanging out talking about it and we were like Going into door season, we're like, okay, I'm going to focus on the mile. You're going to focus on the 3K. And I kind of did think that, yeah. That was kind of the plan going into the year. But it just you like, switched up. never really happened. You yeah. switched up and raced, like, how many miles did you race? Um, 56, 407, 57, 56, and Nationals, 5. 5 miles. I think 5, yeah. You ran 9? I ran nine miles this year. I don't even know how that's possible. How do you even race that many times? Two at conference. Three uh, at conference. 
Oh, including the DMR. They yeah, did. The that's kind of cheating. That's yeah, cheating. yeah. You can't claim that one. <laughs> yeah. Only eight. Come on, it's only eight. eight. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that is the, a lot of miles. the two at conference, the yeah. two at nationals, yeah. and then Tyson, Arkansas qualifier. I feel like there's not even that many weekends in indoors. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just racing one every His single first weekend. First one was first December. one was in December. Oh, okay. And then the one against you. That's eight. Yeah. 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 Wow. wow. That's a that lot is miles. pretty impressive. Um, yeah. But yeah, the reason why I was kind of thinking I might focus on the 3K is like towards the end of cross, you ran 3.58. I technically paced in that race. I ran like 900 at four flat-ish, 401 pace. And I was like, I am not in my didn't feel right good? Now. No, no. Oh, okay. um, yeah, so I then went to England and I started doing some like slightly quicker stuff. But I was like, I was just not in close to good mile shape. Um, Interesting. And then, yeah, I came back and within like two weeks of being back, around 3.56. And, so you kind of like yeah. surprised yourself there a bit? A little bit, I think, yeah. That's 3.56, like, well, I mean, in the, NCAA, in the NCAA now, it's like not even that impressive, which is yeah, just crazy. But yeah. that kind of, I would say, surprised me a little bit. I thought maybe on a good day, 3.57, mid to high. And I would have been happy with that. Like. Mm-hmm. I think that like cemented like yeah I'm a miler this year yeah like that's yeah. when like got like, yeah well, I mean once you run changed. that and then you're like okay I'm probably going to nationals then your whole yeah. mind mindset is going to shift towards that yeah and then, yeah and then at the end it was like oh shit I need to go to national I need to yeah. I need to keep racing miles to go to nationals now <laughs> yeah. so and then Crazy. at the end of the day you just race a lot of miles and you're a miler so yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly so that's the way it worked <laughs> out I'm out. a miler now yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's cool, man. I mean, yeah. congrats on the good seasons to both of you. Thank you. That's, Thank you. That's pretty yeah. sweet. But uh, that's a lot of running talk. Do you want to talk about something else? I don't know, like YouTube or something? Yeah, yeah. I'd <laughs> yeah, love to. We, we're both YouTubers now, technically. Kind the of, ambassador. Yeah. We got yeah, have you? Oh, you guys. Uh, podcast. We have a podcast yeah. together. That counts. That counts. Yeah, that counts. Yeah. You're like the... All three of us. Wow. wow I don't do any of the content Yeah. Yeah. Guys, I have to edit all the podcasts. And not that it takes much. When we've got a guest on, it takes a long time because I... The way we do it with the video, if if it's on Zoom, I'll have our full video here, and then I have to chop in their bit. You every literally time do they that talk, every oh, time. Oh my talk. god, that'll take forever. It takes a long time. Wow, um, that's dedicated. Yeah, yeah, but otherwise, like, because it's through Zoom, it's either going to be like tiny little boxes, I think, the whole way through, or uh, well, I don't even know any yeah. other way of doing it. So there's there's there is stuff. Software really? out there that does uh, that for you. But. I'll have to look into it. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. not going to tell you how much you can. Yeah, much you yeah. Can As a competitor, <laughs> podcasting competitor, uh, yeah. keep, keep that secret. Um, well, what is the name of your podcast for anyone that wants to check it's it out? It's very creative. Fog Dog and Bastin. Um, very creative. You're not going to forget that, though. Yeah. No, it's good. And <laughs> it's is that, is got that, nothing on Coffee Club, but. Hey, man, I don't yeah. know. We're, we're all just out here trying to, trying to make some podcasts. <laughs> yeah. I feel like everyone just starts a podcast now. Yeah, yeah. every man not? and their dog. Like, <laughs> it's just like, fun. Yeah. yeah, it is fun. There are a lot out there now, a lot. Yeah. And most of them are just like college kids who, I don't know, they might have like 20 people watching or listening. Yeah. And it's like they have fun doing it. It's like, cool. It's good. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. good fun. And uh, we enjoy doing it. Obviously, we haven't done one for a while because, well, we've been away, been sick. Be, like just being all over there's just the been place, a bunch of crap that's been happening yeah yeah, yeah yeah but we'll get back to it um, yeah yeah but getting some good practice in now <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is just getting the reps in man yeah, just, yeah. yeah. this is uh this is the practice for the real show which is yeah. you guys you guys are gonna have me on your podcast then yeah so oh, I do. We'll, we'll, have to. Get we'll get you on zoom and just yeah just keep like 
cutting in and I'll have to <laughs> so you have to do this many <laughs> yeah. Job. Yeah. Um, yeah, just say like one word like yeah. a million times. Yeah, I, really I can't funny. believe you do that. That's going to take forever. <laughs> it's annoying. I the way I, I do just... it though, I speed it all up. So I, I highlight oh, everything when I put it into iMovie and I speed it up. So you can't really understand what's being said, but like you're, you're watching, you're going through it a lot quicker. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Sure, I'm sure that now anyone... Like I'm gonna go and watch one of your podcasts, and I'm gonna appreciate every single cut because I know that you've yep. gone in and done it yourself. Go, yeah, yeah, yeah. For anyone watching, go back and watch a Fog Dog and Bastion episode. You have a newfound appreciation yeah. for all yeah. the work. The ones with just the two of us, so it's super easy because you literally just like put the clips yeah. in, and yeah. it's just like you don't really cut anything um, unless we talk about something super inappropriate. Like, yeah, and you which, have to cut it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, so we have to do sometimes. Yeah, but, <laughs> but um, no, like. Rubis, for example, when we had yeah. Rubis on, go back and watch that. Uh, yeah, and Kev Kelly. <laughs> there are only two Zoom guests so far. Three. Right. What about Anstey? Oh, he was at Zoom as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, wow, that's a good few hours right there. Yeah, yeah. time well spent. Yeah. <laughs> we'll hit that 1K subscribers mark and then it will be all worth it. We'll be making <laughs> yeah. three or $4 a video. Perfect. <laughs> We do yeah. that instead of homework. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I respect that a lot, man. Yeah. You guys know what you want, man. But yeah yeah <laughs> but so you've done the, obviously the actual youtube stuff for a lot longer yeah and that's a similar thing where there's probably like a wave of youtubers now where it's like probably yeah. a, i don't know is it at instead of blaze are there a lot of people with cameras do you is yeah. it not not really you honestly know? not really okay mm, yeah i mean yeah like a lot of photographers but not you don't see a lot of people walking around like vlogging okay and i'm not even doing that yeah like, I, mean, I, I don't even i don't know nah. nah, i can't do that that's, no, too, no. that's too scary you gotta, think, yeah. you gotta really not give a fuck to do that yeah. which is like very impressive like yeah you gotta give it to those people that just know like yeah like probably everyone is looking at me right now and being like wow this loser yeah. but i don't care i'm gonna make some freaking good content for yeah. some people on the yeah internet, so because if they don't know you like who cares not that i ever walk around with a camera but like if you're never going to see them again, like... It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But you still feel it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so awkward. We did that a little bit um, when we traveled for conference. We went to Target and we yeah. were just like filming when we were walking around to Target. See, that's, that's the cool thing is that you guys have a bunch of people though. Because yeah. if you have a bunch of people, especially like your team together, then it's like cool because you, you feel like comfortable. If yeah. it's like, think, imagine if it's literally just you on your own Target, <laughs> just, just talking Getting to a stranger to, oh. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just walking around. Yeah, I'm doing some shopping right now. I've got conference coming up. Like people <laughs> just look at you like, this guy's a knob. But um, yeah. I feel like we still got some of those looks. Yeah, well, it's yeah. funny because like- <laughs> But it doesn't matter. We yeah. had, no we one had, cares and it's together. Yeah, yeah, we had Enzo, our little French guy filming. Um, <laughs> and he was just walking around, like kind of following us with the camera. And then- this like girl and her mom saw me like talking to the camera and then they came up to me after like, oh, what's your YouTube channel? And I was like, you're not <laughs> you don't want to know. Enjoy it. You don't yeah. know. I was like, oh, we're, we're runners. Like, don't worry. Um, <laughs> it would just be such a sick thing. Like imagine having a couple million subscribers. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, I'm a massive deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm a huge deal. Um, but, <laughs> hey, that's the dream, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's what, that's One what, day. That's what we're working towards. Right? Hey, 12K subscribers now, actually. Like 11.8, but... But we'll call it Who 12. In a year, we'll round up. It's way closer to 12, 12 mil. Yeah. Else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, it's cool, man. It's good fun. How long have you done it for? Over two years now. Yeah. And when I first started, I was a bit of a vlogger. So only in private though. So like I I started it and in episode one, I like held the camera out and it, yeah, I don't know. I, I just thought, why not? Like I'm going back to America for the indoor season. I'm going to film some stuff and um. Yeah, I think in the first video I got a mullet and nice, like, classic, yeah. classic and then, running things. Yeah, yeah. For like, for like 
uh, three months, it was like so slow and I'd go up like, I don't know, a couple of subscribers a week. Um, but then not that it's ever really like blown up, but it, it like you start getting more and more people watching and, um, like we were talking about earlier, like you get a pretty weirdly loyal fan base. Very loyal. It's like very yeah, loyal. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah. Love it. It's it, I mean it's really good. It it's just good. not something I really expected would properly come of it. Even if it actually got big, like people are so invested. You get yeah. people commenting and like, yeah, r- they're really invested in your running journey and they know like where your next race pretty, is going to be. Awesome, and what, yeah, it's good. It's cool. Like we go to a lot of meets, like. When, pretty much whenever we travel, there will be two or three people that want to get their picture with him, which is really cool. Big I believe deal. it. I believe it. 100%. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, the like one guy nice. that got you a signed T-shirt as well, or that that sent you a T-shirt, like of a soccer club or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We were at regionals outdoor, and uh, this guy, Julio Ramirez. Yeah. Shout out. Yeah. Shout out, <laughs> Shout out Julio. I'm sure he, he's probably a listener of this. Um, yeah, he was like wanting to see us. Um in our regional like 1500 um and there was a weather delay so we didn't end up running that night um and he'd driven like three hours to be there or two or three hours so he was like i've got to go home like i've got work tomorrow but i need to drop something off like where's your hotel (laughs) um and so he dropped me a yeah houston dynamo like soccer club shirt yeah yeah yeah. pretty sweet yeah pretty sick yeah it's like the podcast is cool because it's like easy to do like and it's very easy to do every week consistently but yeah. you're definitely not going to connect to the same audience that you mm-hmm. will with like the other youtube stuff because it's just like more entertaining i guess it's yeah. just different like yeah because yeah I, i'm pretty sad that i don't like consistently do them now because it's like yeah you just connect with so many more people and then you rock up to a meet and you actually see these people that yeah. are watching your videos and like you see how happy they are and you're like yeah. damn like i'm actually doing something yeah yeah so it, it no, is pretty good. sweet yeah but, i think it's I think like probably like the biggest demo for you is like just the high school runners that like want to get yeah. there, like the middle school runners that like yeah. like looking up to someone, which that's got to be such a cool feeling. Yeah. Like knowing that that many people like, like pretty much got into running because of not like because of yeah, you, yeah. but like, but it helps them enjoy it a lot more. And yeah. Be a lot yeah. More passionate sure. about it. Yeah. And like it can help them set goals too. And like they can look at your training and try to copy it and stuff. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, it's good. I enjoy it. It's good fun. But like you say, it's kind of like if you've got, a group of people around you who are like comfortable with you doing it and being filmed in workouts and stuff. It's great. Yeah. But when it's, when you don't have that, it's so, it's so, so hard. Yeah. I, I think like, I think for a lot of people it's, they just wouldn't think about like the behind the scenes stuff mm-hmm. and it's like cringe as fuck like a lot of yeah. the time <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like, like they only see the finished product yeah but the amount of stuff that goes behind that which doesn't make it into the videos and like doesn't work like because you oh, want to try so a lot of much. stuff and like that and a yeah. lot of the ideas are going to fail like, yeah that's yeah. just that's just reality but yeah yeah you have to be with a certain type of person that understands that that is the process that it yeah. takes completely yeah because yeah. like people a lot of people are like pretty you know normal like funny guys or whatever and then a camera comes out and they just like can't speak or can't like yeah that's just another feel barrier. awkward yeah that's so yeah um i think just like having people get comfortable with like workouts being filmed and like stuff like that not that we film every workout at all how's like, how's, like your coach it. and stuff with it he's really good because i yeah. see I, i've seen in your videos like you interview him and yeah yeah because yeah. i'll tell you this I, I don't think i think now schools are understanding it but it's probably one of the best recruiting tools out there it, oh yeah for sure it's gotta be. has gotta be yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um so that's cool your coach is into it i mean 
Yeah, it, he's really good with it. If like if we weren't running that well and we were still kind of showing what life at Drake is like, I think a lot of people would still be interested in kind of what's going on and like what training at college is like and stuff. But then actually running well with it for Jay, our coach, is like if someone messages him him about Drake or like he wants to recruit someone, like having having the channel that shows him talking like all the boys, like it's Makes, so good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like I this like I said this on the run kind of today, but it's like everything out there, like in the running world, is like from the outside is very similar. Like you got a lot of runners like doing the same thing, like and the training looks the same and coaches you don't yeah. know how to tell between them. But then yeah, the YouTube channel, the way it like gives you an insight into like the like an authentic yeah. side of someone and like the way you can connect to it. It just makes you like because I've had this experience before with a lot of people as well where like I like really like the YouTubers that I watch and I don't even know them. But yeah. Yeah. but it's yeah. like but it's like you just like I don't know. You just what, like you automatically know. like them because yeah. like you're like, oh the videos are sweet. So like, you just yeah. exactly you feel like you relate to them and like yeah. you know you'd get on with them if you met them kind of thing yeah. but they have no idea you exist which is something <laughs> sad sometimes yeah but. that is kind of sad but yeah i think yeah. it was like pretty like i remember at first like when the youtube channel started like when you were interviewing people because like you interview people all the time like just about like yeah. their workouts like what the yeah. plans are or even like how races are like they keep knocking this over it feels so awkward oh like, yeah like during it and like I feel like the first like few times you get interviewed, it's like, oh, I'm so bad or like yeah. so cringy. Like you don't know what yeah. to say, but it gets easier like it gets every time. Easier. Oh, yeah. so much easier. And people do get more and more comfortable with it. Like, 100%. yeah, I don't know. At the start, first time like speaking in front of a camera, I was awful with it. To be I honest, I think I'm like, still pretty awful. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 like pretty difficult. Um, but yeah, my first video, I got my parents to film something for me in Australia. Like I was going back to America the next day. I literally said like two lines. I was like, I said the day and like, I'm going back to America tomorrow for the indoor season. And it honestly probably took like 12 takes. Yeah. Like it's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And no one sees it obviously because no. you, as long as you get that one clip that you're like, yeah, I can use that. And now I generally just like use whatever I get mm-hmm. unless it's like really bad. Um, yeah but um you stop caring a little bit yeah yeah yeah, completely whereas i don't know i guess i just like overthought what i was saying maybe yeah i I definitely like overthinking my videos a bit because like yeah like your videos a little more raw like i don't know if you've seen my videos but i like your recent ones well i like edit them a lot dude yeah yeah. like because like one is just like i enjoy doing that but two it like it definitely helps cover up for a lot of like average footage Uh yeah (laughs) yeah. do a bunch of no it's good (laughs) i remember that one you were like running on some of the boulder roads or something you had like i can't remember what it was called but there was like Oh, like, the, like cowboy, a cowboy. the cowboy, yeah, yeah. Theme and one. there were like horses and like <laughs> weird music and stuff. The yeah. the more recent ones where it's like been a little bit like edgy or whatever the word is, like so different. Edgy. Uh, I don't know. I don't <laughs> know. Well, I don't edgy. even know what that word means, but it's just like they're so different. And there was this one edit in particular where Gus was like, I can't remember what you did to him, but he was like, there was such good like music was it, was it when he was dancing yeah yeah, yeah and like, he's dancing yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah oh it was unreal. i gotta i gotta show you the video that um the, the video that i have edited most recently which i haven't released yeah. maybe it will get released on the coffee club channel eventually because it's nice. it has george and ollie in it yeah like it's just like fucking stupid <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's like it's like it's like so like i don't know just the stuff i put in there but it's fun though you know yeah. and that's what yeah, it's all about at the end of the day because like there's another thing we we're talking about is like this stuff only works if you can do it consistently yeah if you're thinking about the context of doing it yeah like business wise yeah I, to do it just to have fun is like oh yeah that's cool do whatever yeah. you want but if you want to 
build something. And honestly, like the reality of being a pro runner is that like building something can help you a lot because yeah, like we're kind of influences in a way. Yeah. Like in reality, in a weird way, like you kind of are like you're trying to sell a product for a company. Like that's the yeah. reality. So having that profile does help. So yeah. yeah. And that's in a sense like recruiting. Like yeah. obviously we're not pro runners right now, but like essentially we are selling Drake, really. You are. Um, yeah. Yeah. Wait, have you so, guys ever gotten in trouble from like administration? Like um, sports people like above your coach kind of? No, because it's kept very like good you guys yeah, yeah, yeah. it's pretty like it, it's all very within reason like professional i think because i don't know how i can't I, think of anything like bad that's you guys haven't been naughty huge. boys on cameras i've Just never been boys. a naughty boy like <laughs> regardless of cameras like yeah. <laughs> well that's a lie he's, yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's a good boy <laughs> yeah he's a good boy yeah i don't because i know that uh have you watched like ben crawford's videos before yeah yeah i know he got in so much trouble for it like oh yeah through Oregon. really yeah, yeah. Oregon. because he, he he actually worked for Oregon. yeah as oh i don't know if he got paid but he was at least like an intern mm-hmm. in like their media department and they had like in some of these videos they had like they had like weed and stuff and then like like, no. yeah, oh, like, like I think oh. it was just like on the table in one of them and so the, he got in a lot of trouble. Wow, because oh, also because also like obviously Oregon is kind of a school that's like at the forefront in terms of like a lot of stuff like like their social channels are really good and you yeah. can tell like they oh, yeah. they like care a lot about like having it in a certain way so they yeah. don't want to give you the freedom that like, yeah like to go do your own way. I yeah. mean honestly like I feel like Drake is small enough well i guess i feel like just admin compliance like they don't even know i feel like they just don't give a fuck about like any of it really yeah Yeah. i guess yeah that's and that's also a side of it which is changing a lot whereas like because you know even like three years ago four years ago you weren't allowed to make money off a youtube channel literally until july really july yeah yeah Yeah. i was in england over summer and i was like nice i'm gonna monetize my videos like yeah. the morning it happened <laughs> yeah that's and sick not the not the you and now you're rolling in it. yeah yeah <laughs> bought a tesla you know yeah. private jet to get here exactly um, that was a big good YouTube ride channel. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um no nice. but i don't know literally until like july i yeah. hadn't monetized it because that was part of the name image likeness thing yeah. um so yeah. now they're monetized and Hell yeah. Rolling in it, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. yeah. The schools, the schools definitely understand that stuff because, I mean, if you think about like the school, the sports department of your school as a business, like that's what they're doing as well. Like yeah. they're, yeah. they're they have a bunch of marketing people who's like literally their job is like trying to make cool content like you make. Yeah. So they probably we're just yeah. doing it for them. <laughs> yeah. Life is yeah, easy. Honestly, yeah, that's that's honestly. How I bet you enrollment's never been higher. They're, like, <laughs> they're getting bonuses. Yeah. yeah. I 100% guarantee that more people watch your YouTube videos than anything that like a Drake recruitment. Oh, for sure. For sure. Like they, I'm sure Drake athletics can like make decent videos, but then they just like put them on, I don't know, their platforms just like aren't that big. Yeah. And it's just like, it's like people, people don't want to, if people want to follow the Drake account, they will, but people don't really want it. People want to follow the the Fog Dog exclusive. (laughs) Is it still called that? The Fog Dog exclusive. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Don't ask. So the reason why, the reason why I came up with that. So Matt Hansen, you might've heard of him. He's Australian. Um, He's like, he's 17, but a couple years ago I was back in Australia, like 2019 pre the Fog Dog exclusive. Um, 
and he was like oh come on foggy like you got to start the fog dog special like the uh, athlete special yeah and i was like i can't just copy that exactly so i literally looked up synonyms of like special that's amazing <laughs> yeah that's amazing and i was like right that's it i'm going with it fog dog <laughs> exclusive it doesn't mean it like I don't know what it means. It sounds I guess nice, like, though. Like, it's pretty cool. It rolls off the tongue. Do you yeah. say it yeah. in your videos? Like, hey, guys, hey guys welcome, welcome back, to, back to the Fog Dog exclusive. <laughs> I used to. I okay. did used to. Cool. Yeah, but I I never do anymore, I don't yeah. think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't <laughs> quote me on that. But early on, I would say... You should bring like, it back. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome back to the Fog Dog exclusive. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I do anymore, but you I've got a sick you. intro. So your intro that is super sick. Your intro has like the the bulldog the fog dog song. Yeah. Oh, what's the song go like? Uh, did you sing it? <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. This guy from Adelaide made it for me. Okay. Uh, you'll have to. You'll have I'll to go, go check and watch it. it. Yeah. Check. I say you rap it right now. <laughs> I, I couldn't. I don't know the words. No. It's like we're talking about such niche content right now. I don't know if anyone yeah, listening yeah. is going to be yeah. like, but hopefully they really are interested in it. Were you like? super into the athlete special then um honestly like not massively um but like what running what's your favorite running content coffee club podcast that's the right answer (laughs) there we go no no wow god i don't know i i've got reasonably into like sweat elite videos i feel like they're pretty cool for like seeing like if you're just at home say doing I don't know if you're about to run and you like are doing a bit of stretching or rolling or something like that. I love having them on, especially when it's people who I know, like he's done a few people in England who I like trained with, you know, like Phil Sessaman, Emil KRS. Um, like I trained with them over summer. So seeing stuff like that is cool. Um, I really don't watch a lot of running YouTube. Yeah. Um, wait, Isaac, have you ever watched running YouTube or is that too nerdy? No, genuine, genuinely like, I didn't get into the sport until probably a year ago. Really? Like, I didn't know who, like, anyone was. Like, cool. So, like, I, like, this went back. Cool. He's cool. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's cool. I, yeah. <laughs> I, like, went back and watched, like, a lot of, like, the old races. Because, like, yeah. before, like, two years ago, I mean, like, you're super well-known in the running world. But I didn't know who you were until, like, recently. Until, yeah. like, we lined then, up this run yesterday. Yeah. Then he heard about Still you. Still doesn't no. follow me on Instagram. So <laughs> oh, <I'll> be, really? <laughs> we just, we just <laughs> followed each Come other. Come on. Oh, nice. I, I don't follow, like, any of the runners, really. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, like, I literally, like, looked back, like probably like a year ago when I got into it. So like it would have been sometime in the last six months and been like, this guy won four national championships. Like looking back at all yeah, races, yeah. I genuinely had no idea like That's awesome. who won before we got here. Yeah. We talked about it on one of our podcasts, actually fog dog and Bastion. Um, we, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm yeah. going to bleep that. Part out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what if I just put a bleep on every I know, time? I know you won't because I've seen like, I've seen some of yours and you're like, yeah, Oh, I'll, I'll put it. I'll put it on the screen now, and it's just never there. I've also, like, <laughs> I've also have said though. I, I've also admitted to that that like I yeah. do say I'm going to do something, and I never do it. Yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> yeah. it's just a meme at this point. I don't know. <laughs> but they're so long, and realistically, you as lo- I feel like afterwards, you know that all of it was okay. You might remember like one thing you want to chop out, yeah. and other than that, you're not going to go back through and listen to every minute of it. Yeah, um, yeah. But like true. we talked about it a couple years ago, like. I don't know why we were talking about it, but you wouldn't have heard of like Jakob like no. two years ago. No um, idea. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's, that's the thing with the sport. It's easy to like not know anything about it if you mm-hmm. don't care. It's not like it's like shoved in your face like a different sport, you know? Yeah. It's like, it's very easy to avoid. It's almost a good thing. Like the, the ignorance, like I love pleading ignorance on like everything. That's good. But <laughs> yeah. It works well. Yeah. So uh, whether or not I know things, I pretend like I don't most yeah. of the time, which is usually the best case scenario. Yeah. But nice. like, 
especially in the running world, like when you're not looking at what anybody else is doing, you're not worried about what anybody else is doing. So like I progressed pretty slow at the beginning of my college experience. And like, I feel like me not knowing anything was almost an advantage. Yeah, you weren't stressing. Yeah, because else I would have been like, oh, like, fuck, I have to run this time this yeah. year. I have to run this yeah, time. You, like, cause it's, yeah, like, you could be looking at freaking Cole Hawker and yeah. he's like, oh, man, this is these freshmen. Yeah. Like, yeah. what, whatever he did. Yeah. Yeah, like, impressive sub shit. Sub four, yeah. Yeah, it's like, yeah. that is good. That's I ran funny. A, I ran another 415. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's funny seeing you at races, though, because, like, I'm pretty – I get like reasonably anxious and I like, I don't even have a set warm up routine, but I know that I've like, like we don't have a set routine that we always go through, but I know that I always want to do, you know, a few different drills and stuff like that. This guy like will jog, then he'll like, I don't know, sit down, have a drink and then like move his legs quickly and then like do a couple of strides <laughs> and then he's good. Yeah. yeah he's I, cool. yeah, I don't do much. Yeah. Sometimes I like, like sometimes I just like watch what he's doing and copy him, but and then so sometimes I'll, I'm just like looking around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll like, do like, oh, what should I be doing? Yeah, I'll do like butt kicks for example, and I don't know, I might do like twenty of them, and I turn around and he literally like does one, jogs a little bit, does the other leg, yeah. and then like and then like moves his leg quickly, like and then you're done. Yeah. Like, okay. Hey, it seems to be working right now, yeah. so I don't know, keep that going maybe. <laughs> walk, yeah. walk back. Yeah. I, I I always take caffeine pills before I race. You do, and I get so stressed from it. No, yeah. like I feel like I don't even have to warm up. Like that's awesome. that just like gets me going. Yeah. Wait, we were talking about caffeine pills in the last episode, I think. Oh, I really? I don't know if I you haven't seen that. It, but we were talking about putting them up your butt. Do you put them up your butt? I wish you yeah. do. <laughs> Not the caffeine, just yeah, <laughs> just other stuff. I, I do, but that's just in my spare time. <laughs> yeah, just on the weekends. Yeah. Is that actually a thing people do? I I don't know. I'm spreading the rumor though. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I heard the Bauman guys do that. I think it just it yeah it, it gets into your system more efficiently. Uh, yeah maybe <laughs> kipchoge told me in person that that's what he does yeah wow. yep yeah. yeah. confirmed so yeah. <laughs> no honestly i've never heard of that for caffeine but uh, <laughs> but i'm willing to try it yeah yeah try anything once no no you can crunch it and snort it up your to, nose too that would also work. stick to the pre-workout <laughs> just you know sip on it and get the job done yeah. yeah fair enough i never feel that much i swear it just makes me like a little more anxious like i'm I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Anxiety is kind of a good thing before, right? Yeah. So, you yeah. know, that means that you, you know, you're ready to go do something, go do like, something you care about. I'm like a nerd about the percentages too. So like, oh, really? I, I've like memorized to so like caffeine has this percent increase on your athletic performance. So that means like, what's the what's so the, the percent? According to my calculation, <laughs> <laughs> what's the percent? The I percent? think it was like it was over twenty. I think. Okay, well, that's just a lie. That's just a lie. I think it was over 20. That's a lie. So if you're a five-minute miler, you've like, a no, five-minute like, mile. No, like you're, you <laughs> yeah, have like a 20% like increased likelihood of running a PB or something like that. How is anyone, <laughs> how, how, is, how is someone like, how is that stat ever I'm, getting like I'm getting, <laughs> studied? I'm getting these from sketchy Let's Run yeah, threads. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I don't know if chance of running a PB. But like anyway, I'll I'll like think that in my head, like at like right after I take it. Hey, yeah, if you're like, telling yourself that it works, yeah, I don't know. yeah. And then I'm like, well, I have a distinct advantage over the field now because yeah. I have caffeine in my system. I know yeah. freaking Fog Dog didn't take a caffeine pill, so I know I got him beat. <laughs> well, yeah, he pretty well, much did. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, you did. Yeah. Well, he takes pre-workout. Yeah, yeah. stuff. So yeah. we're both on caffeine. caffeine in it. Nice. I don't know. I used to do like a double espresso. Yeah. But I, that's kind of what I do. I do. I just don't feel anything from it. And I know you were talking about it. I think I, I'm a fan sometimes. Like I'll occasionally dabble with podcasts, and uh, and so I, I think you were talking about it. You're like, uh, you'll have like a coffee like three hours out or something. 
Like when I used to do, to okay, oh yeah. When I used to do my espressos, yeah. literally it would be right before warm up, like a double espresso straight in before warm up. And Doesn't that mean you just have to like shit your pants? Nah, no. I, feel like I don't know. Just I'm like, nah. I, I feel like what's going yeah. on. But I feel like we always shit our pants anyway. Like yeah, I feel like the it's just gonna caffeine happen. You, is just gonna happen. Yeah, I, I mean, you do like generally three I'm times. good with my bathroom. I go a lot. I yeah. go a lot, but usually lot there's well. not much go, going on. I go a lot to pee because that's that's how my nerves get manifested is by just nice. having to pee a lot. Yeah, which is pretty cool. I'm yeah. pretty similar. That's, that. nice. that's I, awesome. It sucks because yeah. the porty potty is like the the like that's the worst place to be at a meet. Like, yeah, yeah. Like those yeah, are it's terrible. Hard. So yeah. it's so stressful as well when you go in and there's only like two cubicles or something, and you're like, yeah. come on, I've got you know pretty big race coming up. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, big deal, but. Yeah. You just can't get in. Yeah. You kind of have to time it too. Cause you're like, all right, it's 20 minutes before my race. Like I can't pee yet. Like I have to pee like 10 minutes before so that I don't have to go again by the time we start. You gotta be smart with it. Yeah. (laughs) It is tough. Yeah. Because like at nationals, I was like, I've got to go to the toilet again, but then I want to do strides in my spikes, but then I'll want to go to the toilet again. So I ended up just like going, putting my spikes on and be like, I'm not going to go again. Cause usually nothing is going on. Yeah. You don't actually have to go. It's just a feeling. Yeah. 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 Damn, he's just some real niche runner. Runner, <laughs> runner problems to talk about here. Yeah, he's very yeah. like he's very like orchestrated. Like I feel like he he doesn't always do the same thing, but he does like similar things. Mm-hmm. And like he like is very like nitpicky about like what he does like the nights before his races or like the weeks leading up to it. When I just don't give a fuck. Like, yeah, and we're yeah. just like such supreme opposites that like we yeah. both like rub off on each other a little bit yeah. in that yeah. sense like that's cool i feel like he's loosened up a little bit and i've gotten like a little bit tighter about some of the things i do yeah hey, there's a happy medium in there yeah. the sweet spot like yeah. for example i fly with tights on and i never used to fly oh. with tights on because apparently yeah. that impacts i do what your body feels i like don't only afterwards. fly with tights on like i a lot of the time say like the week leading up to the race i'll just like wear them all the time sleep really? in them yeah I used to do that. Yeah. I, I'm too lazy now. But. I don't know. I feel like it can't actually make that much of a difference. But like, yeah. I get it in my head like, oh, you know, sleeping with them will make you feel better. And yeah. I don't know if it does or not, <laughs> but yeah. Damn, that's intense. That's cool. Yeah. Stuff like that. Another thing know. is the legs up. That's like oh. one of the main things legs you do. Legs up? Yeah. You, you have your legs up your legs up. Yeah, I didn't do that either. Do you not? No. I've, I've done it for a while. Like, I don't know. Do you normatech? occasionally we'll do we it like similar. we'll do like one or yeah. two nights before just like the night before yeah yeah, yeah. That's cool. i haven't we never ever get massages though like oh yeah uh, my last sports massage actually in england over summer or in england over oh, winter I thought, break i had one i thought you were talking about the one in oregon or right before oregon yeah that was we had a nasty. bad experience what happened literally the most painful the most painful massage i've ever received in my entire life like right before I've, a race uh, it was like five days out, maybe yeah. four days out. It was it was bad, and we hadn't had a massage before that for probably like two years. Like Damn. so, but in Australia, I got pretty into having them, and I I got like a pretty good sports massage, and maybe at times it was like a little bit tender. This guy that we both went to, like the week out from outdoor, it was like it was an hour of pretty much like screaming on the bed. It yeah, was I don't know so if you want that right before no, a big no. race. And I told him, and he was like, yeah, oh, yeah, man. you'll be fine. I don't know how you were walking before this. Like you're so tight. And <laughs> I couldn't walk be, after. You, yeah, you yeah. want to be tight like going oh. into like your biggest race of the season. That's funny. Yeah. It was, it was so painful. Yeah. Like it was like to the point where he was like, he would rub you out so hard that like he would like pull your legs afterwards and then like one leg would be like a little bit longer from it. it. And then he would like do the other leg. I feel like he was kind of like, I feel like he was kind of like, 
putting that on a bit though. He, he, had, he had a lot of like the same clothes that he used for us. Yeah. You were you were running before this? How were you walking? Like yeah. stuff like that. And we both had the that's same story. That's just like his show. That's yeah, just what he yeah. says to everyone. Yeah. yeah. Oh look, your leg's grown as he's like bending the other one in. Like, <laughs> wow. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, my final question about this type of stuff is do you how do you feel about involving the camera in like your pre-race routine? Because that's kind of hard because that, that yeah. kind of can make the anxiety jump to another level. Uh, like on race day? Yeah. Generally now, we don't really do a lot with it on race day. I try and like film, I don't know, maybe like a little bit of the trip, get like an interview with Jay, our coach, like a couple of days out or the day before. I'll like get an interview with Bastion and then he'll like film one of me sometimes like the day before. Mm-hmm. And then the day of like if we've got a teammate there who can film some of warm up like yeah you're just like just you like, the camera and let them do it yeah not, yeah not worry but about generally it. like yeah, before a race we never really speak to the camera anymore on race day yeah usually um Smart. we um yeah we almost try to like just fuck around like all the time including like on race day because i feel like that just calms us down because we're both yeah. pretty like we both get really nervous. Really? Like, I do get, yeah. We get really yeah, nervous. Yeah. Wow. Like, I feel like we've had a couple of warm-ups there where, like, we just don't even say anything. We'll then be we, jogging together, but just, like, pretty silent. Like We'll, we'll jog for 15 minutes and, like, sweet. two That's words intense. are said. Yeah. Like, I love that. Yeah. Dude, I haven't been that nervous in a while. Really? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> get back to it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I can't help <laughs> it. It's just, like... Yeah. I used to get really nervous when I was younger, but it's mm. kind of, like, faded away a bit for me. I don't know. Yeah, but it is what it is. But yeah, is there anything else you guys want to talk about? I feel like we've had a lovely conversation. It's been good. Yeah. Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm covered good. covered quite a lot. Which yeah, what you got on for yeah. the rest of the day? Nap time? No, I'm not into naps. I probably play. I like. I like to like. Do you not nap? No, I I can't nap. I'm like so. I don't really like sleep. I don't fall asleep very easily. Mm. So napping is not like it's not good for me because then i can't fall asleep at night and also mm-hmm. i'm just the type of person who just like really likes being awake rather than asleep so i like don't want to nap so really? my nap time is like watching youtube or playing video games oh yeah doesn't count but i'm just like chilling so. yeah oh it's still still good for you isn't it yeah. chill out yeah the legs up so that's what i got on but oh, uh nice. but yeah i guess that's i don't it. even know what we've got on spring break week yeah get wild and- probably don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Stranger yeah. things have happened. We, we, um, we could be convinced. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who knows? We got yeah a lengthy drive back to down to Denver basically, and then we'll see where the afternoon, evening, early hours of the morning take us. <laughs> Who knows? I yeah. mean, only the real fans have made it this far into the podcast. Yeah, so yeah. They, so it's probably like it's two cool. or three Wait, people. It's cool. Maybe yeah. maybe the tattoo parlor. Yeah, yeah. we'll, we'll see, see if happens. you could be convinced. Yeah. <laughs> Probably, maybe. <laughs> All right, well, yeah. thanks a lot for coming on, guys. Thank you for having yeah, us. Thank awesome you. The chat. Thanks for the long run this morning. But uh, yeah. maybe next time we'll come on and Goss will be here. I hope so. Not all so of George, but just just Gus. Just Gus. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, they want to say hello. Ollie and George, they cool. say hi. Oh, tell them hey. Yeah, I'll tell them hey back next, oh, next nice. episode. Next time I talk to <laughs> yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Make uh, sure that's on camera. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah for sure. Oh, that's sick though. We gotta oh, get you on ours too, boys. Let's do it. Yeah. Cool. Sounds good though. Thanks for having us. No, that's uh, that's episode 26. Thanks everyone for watching. See you next time.